Welcome to Xbox Uncut's weekly podcast, and I'm back! Because I've been gone for, like, forever, it feels like, from the podcast. And I know we didn't have a podcast last week, so we're coming back, we're coming back strong with a ton of news to talk about. NPDs, all kinds of things, all kinds of Sony stuff. We're going to cover it all this week, and to start it off, to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, Tim Dog himself. Welcome to the show, Tim. I think that's the. This is the first show that I that I was introduced first, and it is. And I am very proud to this. This is the first show that I have been introduced first. So I am. I, I really. I think. Well, actually, well, this is more than two people. So the first show where we had a panel, that I was introduced first. So I'm very happy to be here on Beam. Well, thank you know, Tim. You deserve it. You deserve it, Tim. Thanks. Thanks. But. Not to round it off with just Tim, we have all kinds of people. We got Will. Welcome to the show, Will. Oh, well, welcome. Well, welcome to me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> What's Hello. up? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on your show. You know, it's uh, I'm really talk about Xbox and all that good stuff. So thanks again. It's uh, it's a real honor to be here. Well, thank you for coming on, being on. Well, you you were trying to be on last week, but that failed. Suppose <laughs> uh, that was uh, your debut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Though. Welcome to the podcasting game. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Really appreciate it. <laughs> and we also have Jason, the infamous. Yeah, I am Jason. pretty infamous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. It, I don't it, even know how to start this news because so much shit happened this week in video games. I mean, oh, wow. a shit storm. Um, so we're going to cover Xbox stuff, and we're definitely covering Sony stuff. Don't worry. You're going to hear about that later in the show. Uh, but let's let's talk about the big news that people care about right off the bat. Let's talk about NPDs. Microsoft won the second month in a row in NPD. They've they've, they've done it. They've they've outsold another company that makes billions of dollars. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Are y'all stoked? Are y'all like? Did you get your pitchforks up and ready to go? <laughs> uh, the only real reason to mention it is the fact that it happened. I mean, it's. It, it's good news. It's not like it's something that's to be ignored and just whatever. But, I mean, it, it it's not exactly extremely important to the players or the consumers. But, hey. They won. Yay. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I, I mean look, I'm not the biggest MPD warrior. So, like, I'm – to me, this is, like, the smallest of all the news for the week. Uh, Tim, what did you think of the MPD news? Uh, I, honestly, it was expected. It came uh... – I came. I guess it's always usually the second Thursday of the month, so I, I wasn't aware that it was coming. But uh, I kind of knew that they were going to win, um, and you know, basically, wasn't big news. You know, it, I think that uh, I, I kind of inquired how big the win was, but nobody was talking about it. So that inclines me to say that you know they did pretty good. I, I think with Xbox One S. Um, the big months for it will be the holiday to see if it really keeps off. Right now, this is like a wait and see. But it was a good win. Um, and it's two in a row. They might take uh, September, too. Um, because it doesn't look like the Slim is uh, going crazy on Amazon. People are just buying the uh, PS4 Pro. So they might take uh, the, 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 the month of um, September for that reason. Uh, so... It's it's good. It's it's right now Xbox uh, for the first time 
Uh, you got swagger about you. It's like the old Xbox. This is, you know, a new feeling for myself. I haven't felt it in a long time. This is like, you know, like where Xbox used to be. Um, they're just doing a really good job. And as a, a big fan of their product, uh, it's not it's it's not hard to feel. I mean, you just you just feel it. Every you just the vibe you get. So, uh, big win for them though. Um, and you know, this holiday is you, where we're gonna know where it stands. And I do think that the Xbox One S is gonna hold up. Looks like it. Um, and it, one thing it does so is that the Xbox One S is selling. I mean, originally when that console was announced, you had so many people saying it wasn't gonna sell at all. Um, but it's, it's seems to be selling quite well. And I mean, that's a good thing because it means, Hey, you never know. We might see more iterations like the Xbox one S in the future. Um, not, not based on the Xbox one, but maybe an Xbox Scorpio slim or some crazy crap, but far off into the future, but it shows demands there. Even, even if the Xbox one S is just a 4k Blu-ray player and a bit of a bump, and a smaller box, it's still a nice thing to have. And I think a lot of people were waiting on a smaller box, uh, too. That 4K Blu-ray should help out this uh, holiday, though. Yeah. Big time. You can see the 4K TVs. They're going to be... Uh going to be a temptation for me. I am still trying to hold out for 2017, but... I have a feeling that Black Friday is going to come and there's going to be some $500 4K deals where you're just like, wow, I could put that in my house and pair it with an Xbox One S. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all about like tech and media and uh, all that type of stuff. I, I've always, you know, I've watched, uh, I even like 3, 3D. I, I, I've watched 3D movies, uh, Blu-ray um, I just like to, like, if there's a big movie of Star Wars, to have that experience. So, for me, uh, the Xbox One S gives me that, you know, and I need a 4K to really enjoy it fully. Because uh, all I hear about is the upscale with Destiny and this and that. I'd like to see how it looks up close, up close and, and have, you know, that at my hands. So, the... You know, 4K TVs I just feel that they're going to be coming into a really friendly price range this holiday where all of us are going to be tempted. I don't – I mean, like, listen, it, if you have a 55-inch 4K for $549, let's say, and it has a good input lag and it has HDR, you're going to tell me that that's, that's – I'm not going to want that in my home? I'll just get that, and I'll get the 4K that I want next year, the OLED that I want. Because $540, yeah, it's it could be considered a lot of money. But for a TV, for me, that's like a range where I could say, I could take the card out and say, you know what? I'll just work overtime, bag lunches, and uh, <laughs> I, I won't go out to the – I'll go out to – I'll be cheap. You know what I mean? Because in two months, you could recoup that money very easily. And, you know, you could just do it by watching your awesome TV that's on the wall. So, uh, yeah, I do think that Xbox uh, has uh, a, a big winner with the 4K content, uh, the UHD. Uh, you know, you don't need an internet connection for that. It's just ready to go. You could lose your internet and you could still watch 4K, so. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Well, I'm, I'm I waiting till next year to buy my 4K set. I can't wait. But I give a word of warning to people that are interested in buying a 4K TV right now. Uh, there's certain things you need to look out for. Uh, one of the big ones is that, and this might not get, uh, be for a lot of people, is that a lot of these TVs only have a single uh, input for 4K or 4K with uh, UHD colors. And another thing you have to make sure is these that these TVs actually support UHD color because basically what it means is UHD color is one color per pixel. It's also known as 444 chroma. And uh, you want that. So you got to make sure you're buying a TV with that. Uh, and you also have to make sure you have proper HDR and proper input lag. So it, it, it it's kind of a crappy thing, especially it's hard to find the perfect TV for you mm -hmm. right now. But within the next year or so, you'll, I think there'll be a lot more options that will fit that, uh, fit those requirements. Right now, it's kind of kind of small. But I would say that. Uh, if you're just in the market for a 4K TV, the Xbox One S is probably the best Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray player you can pick up. Cheapest. Yeah, it's cheapest, and I, I would argue the best Blu-ray player you can pick up just because of the amount of features you get with it. You'll have your TV, can, like Jason said, if you only have one input, then you don't want to have multiple devices, and if one device can do all your movies, it can have your TV still go right through it, and it can do all the other features like Netflix and Hulu and all the HDR glory that they're going to be. It's going to be the one-stop shop, without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I was in, myself personally, if there was Samsung 299 this holiday and I, and I had a 4K, guess what? I don't care. I'm getting that, that 4K. I was in the market for it. I just didn't have a 4K yet, but there was there was no doubt about it. Once I got the 4K, let's say Microsoft didn't put it in. Once I got the 4K, I'm going to get a UHD player. That's yeah. just that's just gonna happen, you know? Because I was because what's I, the I, point other than watching like you're gonna see Netflix and there's like four shows right. on it. You're gonna I want to play movies. Star Wars. I I but another thing is quality bit rate. Put you're putting you're putting a, a much higher bit rate with UHD, the quality is night and day versus streaming. I mean, you have to have supposedly 70 to 80 megabits of, of bandwidth to support one stream of 4K to match the bit rate that you'd get on a physical disc. It's never happened. It's not happened for five years. You know what I mean? That's that's a lot of, lot, lot of your bandwidth <clears throat> to just dedicate to one device. For, and, and, and frankly, Netflix isn't, isn't isn't designed it's right now netflix is designed to use 25 megabits they sort of recommend 25 but you know um there's you're not getting 70 megabit throughputs to your to your you know your yeah, xbox your one yeah. so for the quality that's the biggest thing i want to look at my tv and i want to be like oh my god so a uhd was in the market so as far as i'm concerned I'm getting the Gears console, and do I have another uh, a ton of Xboxes? I have four at the time. Um, this will be my fifth. I'm going back to fifth because I sold some. You know, this is this is used as a, as a UHD player. That's the sole service of that. And then, of course, my whole game is going to go on there, and I can play Xbox, and that's just another thing. But I needed a UHD player. So for me, and, and I'm sure there's other people 
it was a huge amount of uh, uh, excitement when I heard that it had the 4K player. I thought when, when E3 was announced, I remember I said to somebody, I said, there's no way that thing's a, a, a 4K player. And then somebody's like, yeah, it plays physical disc. And I'm like, what? And that was that was honestly the conversation. I thought it was just too much money because, you know, you had the lowest amount, like $300. Now you have a, a, an ability to have native 4K content, to have, you know, apps that obviously handle it, 4K, you have Netflix, you have UFC is going to be 4K. Uh, it's big news, you know. I mean, it's a big deal, and Microsoft hit it out of the ballpark in that in, in that aspect. They did it, and they and, and kudos to them. They did it because they it was expected, or or was expected, but they did it, and they gave you the extra umph. They gave you the UHD player. So um, from that point of view, it, it's a it's a pretty big deal. I'm very happy about that. It was funny watching the Sony community go from a, of course, the PS4 Pro has a UHD Blu-ray player. There's no way it couldn't have a UHD Blu-ray player. And then after the news dropped, of course it doesn't have a UHD Blu-ray player. That would be too expensive. Why would they ever support that? No one needs that. You're just playing games on it. Like, (laughs) it's hilarious how it just, the flip-flopping. Uh, they're a shifting um, narrative. But let, I think we right. dwelled well, enough we'll, on we'll, that. Yeah, we'll dwell on that later. Because uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. I'm sorry, Mr. Z, I can't answer questions. i got to think about the quiz question. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, I can't get into chat right now on Bean. This is a new yeah. problem I have. Okay, we'll figure it Uh-oh. out. I'm but trying. you know what? They did figure out independent study on Xbox Live versus PSN. Guess who won out? I'll give you one hint. It's not PSN. <laughs> <laughs> so an independent study found that Xbox Live is more reliable and it's faster than PSN. And it also has better social experiences. Yes. Oh, so for sure. 100%. People want to know why people love Xbox Live. It's because like this like they said and, social and like I, speed I, too the yeah, speed, speed ooh, social, by far there yeah and you know it's it, it's funny because people they jumped on this they jumped on this study because they were like oh but they only use the top five selling multi-platform titles to compare both consoles i'm like is that really not extensive enough that's a lot i yeah. mean that's the top five most played multi-platform titles that should be enough to tell you what both services mm-hmm. are like and you know um and they both they tested reliability. They tested how long it took you to Social. invite a friend to a party, how long it took to add a friend, how long you know the every little thing, um, how long it took to go uh, go th- like can um, basically how long it took for you to like let's say start a matchmaking and find another player. And I know that sometimes it has to do with population, but sometimes it has to do with uh, how fast the server can respond. And that plays a big part into it, too. And not to mention PlayStation should have higher uh, population count anyway, so it should have had an upper hand. Um, But what they came out with is basically Xbox One on all marks. Um, To no surprise. Uh, And you can't really... It's hard to actually... uh, question this well i mean you can question all you want there's nothing wrong with that but 
it's an independent study. Like they're not, they weren't paid to do this study mm -hmm. or anything like that. So you could take this as with some credit to it. Well, they weren't paid by Sony or Microsoft to do it. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is people were like, Oh, here's a picture of Xbox live not working. The study didn't say it was perfect. It just said it was better than the other. I'm not sure why people don't understand that one. Um, because it's Microsoft and it's Sony, and you're yeah. reading Gath. <laughs> well, this exactly. was on Twitter, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, listen. There's always going to be people who are going to damage control. Um, you had an independent study, like you said. It seems like it was very thorough, or you, you could argue thorough. Um, and Xbox just wiped the floor of it. That's you know, it wasn't anything that Sony did better. But to me, you know, listen. You could look at it, and the biggest reason um, probably this happens because Xbox been doing this since 2001. They've been the, on the forefront, and they've been putting their money into the into into the network. You know, they, they've been putting money into Thunderhead. They've been putting money into the coding. So to me, it wasn't. It was. It was something I already knew. Like I, when I read it, I was like, ah, you know what? A, you know. But it is kind of a big deal because when you have these people who do independent studies and, you know, you talk about the media, you talk about shit gaff and you talk about things that influence stuff. When you have like somebody doing this and, you know, you have this in, let's just say, the uh, Internet field, you have J.D. Morgan, I think, or whatever. They do this study or these people that do these studies, and they compare services, they compare outages, they compare customer service. When you have somebody doing that and, and what this this thing was, this this research was, they're just doing it to see what's better. So when Xbox won all of it, like I said, it wasn't it was something I already knew. Like if if anybody was really gonna be honest about the situation, PSN is nowhere close to Xbox Live and Speed. It's no it's not as complex. Um, yeah, the operating system on PS4 moves around fast and, and it's and it's good, but it's not much to it. Xbox is very elaborate. Now it has groups. I mean, it's just more goes into it. So for them to sweep the whole thing, honestly, it's just because they've been doing it for so long and they take it serious. And it's just good to see somebody that you know has really no bias. They're just trying to report something and they can only report facts, what they tested, and my and, and Xbox takes down the thing. It, it was a, I think it was a good, I in the Xbox hierarchy, I think that they were happy, but they were justified too, more justified because it was always like, come on, like when we had these arguments and people, like I just was like, I can't deal with this. And I remember arguing with one of my friends, you know, Major, you know, he's like, how do you know it's faster? I'm like. I know. This is what I do. It's just when you connect, you connect faster. When you download something, it's usually faster. You know, uh, just sending a, a request, request is instantaneous. I mean, I don't have extensive searches, uh, research with Sony, but I knew, I knew enough to know. And I just, you just look, you look at reliability. Xbox had so had a really bad month, one month. But aside from that, it's not even close. Sony's had the worst outages. They've had the longest outages, and they have had the 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 most in the shortest amount of time at the most critical part. Some of it wasn't their fault, and some of it wasn't Microsoft's fault. It's these idiots that dox them. But you know, you look—they raised ten dollars. The price of 
PlayStation Network and they go down three times in a week, yeah. it says yeah. a lot. It's inexcusable. I mean, I, the, the study seemed fairly objective, objective <laughs> from what I've seen. I mean, it's basically pretty obvious that Microsoft puts in the money and the work for what you pay for it. I mean, it might, some people may disagree that it's not, you know, uh, what you know, the live it's portion, you know, online games might not be um, something you should pay for. But even still, you have great communities. Um, when I'm on PSN and I have it on PS3, I'm, I can't speak for the PS4 stuff because I don't have a PS4. But every time I go on Xbox Live, there's a lot of people playing. Uh, there's always the servers, I mean, it's for depending on the game, but there's always servers for people to, to join up. And uh, it's always like an enjoyable time, very social. Uh, PSN, every time I go on there, it's like one person online and I'm like, hey, what's up? And then they just say one thing and then <laughs> you didn't hear anything from them for the next couple of like, days or something. It's very, like Mooch says, it's, very, it's a very lonely place. <laughs> so it's, it's very obvious. But, you know, like you guys said, it's like Xbox Live, it's obvious that it, it's, they put in the work on that service. You, they have to because it's their lifeblood. So, you know, you, what else can you, like, do that, you know, that doesn't show that's, that's a great you know, network? Um, well, just a, not as robust. There's things we take for granted, too, on the Xbox side that the PlayStation side doesn't even really get to enjoy. And one of those is dedicated servers. I mean, when's, when's the last time – look at Forza Horizon 2. You jump online and you decide to find a multiplayer session and join. That's all dedicated servers. Mm. Like you don't really think about it. It's just it's just there, you know. You don't you're not contemplating how it's going to work or whatever. That's like, uh, for instance, recently if you go and download Halo Five Forge on your PC and you go to set up a uh, a Forge, it connects you to a dedicated server. Like it, it, we get a lot of pluses for being on Xbox Live. Even though I personally think at some point they're Something's gonna happen to something's gonna have to happen with the price, especially considering that PC and Xbox are becoming closer and closer like each other, and something is bound to happen. Some Talk of this is gonna no, no 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 no. I'm talking about uh, with PC being free for the same service, other yeah. than the other than the free games. And they're merging I mean, together closer and closer. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. At a certain point, they're gonna merge so close, it's gonna be. Like why why are people still getting charged? But then um, I think eventually, game, I th like it's going to be free to play. Like they're, they're and then they, you're paying for the games basically. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to rethink their model. It's gonna be well. They it, might well, charge. They might charge PC. They could charge PC. No, no. That, I know that. Happen. I know that. Fail. I know that wouldn't happen. <laughs> but they would have. They would have to offer something to to reciprocate that I, I to be honest i just think that this is you're talking 10 years down the road if it does become you know um like so close to where it's merged together uh yeah they're there they, they might get some heat you know it's, it's not gonna always be uh you know smooth riding for for xbox this is that's a real you know uh a customer thing where if, if pc's getting all the uh, you know benefits, uh, you know, then you can't really. It's kind of it's kind of unfair. But uh, on the flip side, Xbox could always, you know, give you a third game for free, or they can give you some type of uh, a tournament, you know, a tournament bracket that you can have your own, you can handle, you can do this and do that. 
the future is going to, I think, work itself out with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the best things to say is the discussions are going on about how to handle it, without a doubt. Like, this, we're not the ones creating the wheel in this one. I'm pretty sure they know exactly what they're going to do in the next we 10 have years. Speaking... Oh, and we brought up Games with Gold. It's not, we're not ignoring Games with Gold. If anything, I don't think Xbox Live Gold is going away. I just think at a certain point, Xbox Live Gold might become games with gold discounts yeah that and online play online play yeah. um which i think they should honestly bring over to the pc once they eventually get a big enough library that's not going to happen anytime soon but um it will happen at some point and hp north said uh phil said his goal wasn't to merge uh xbox pc together what phil spencer's talking about is literally merge like you're not going to get an xbox that you plug into your TV and it brings up Windows 10 like it it's still going to be an Xbox but when we say merge we just mean that you're playing on the same service you're playing with the same people you're playing the same games you're you're actually on your surface apps. you're playing on your surface like it, 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 it's merging the ecosystems not really pretty much exactly it's more the ecosystem more but more. the problem is once you get that ecosystem at equilibrium where they're almost identical then there's a certain point where it comes in question, why is one person yeah. paying, one person not? Why, why, yeah, exactly. But, um, and then they could say, well, we're giving you the games of gold and this yeah. and that. But the, the thing is, is that PC is known for Steam and Steam is a free service. So they have to compete against that model too. Um, listen, I just think that with a little uh, creative thinking, they can get around that. Um, yeah. That's why I it's an think, interesting like, if they if, if they charge... They would, there would be a, there'd be a shitstorm if they yeah. try to enter a, ch a charge. That would be, uh, a, you think today was bad? It would be like uh, three times that for seven days straight. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, I think we're done with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's. <laughs> well, he, he, well, he does say he says I don't want to play with the PC people. They have an advantage. Uh, well, it depends on the game. On Forza Horizon 3, PC people do not have the advantage with a keyboard and mouse. Um, and games like Gears of War are actually going to be co-op uh, co uh, PC Xbox rather than competitive. So the advantages don't really matter. It, it really depends on how they do it. And they seem to actually, um, instead of fumbling at first and learning... And then, you know, then doing it the correct way. They seem to actually be doing it the correct way at first. <laughs> Rather than going, hey, we're going to let you do competitive Gears of War. And then actually do that. And it sucks. And then, you know, do it right. Yeah. So, um, I But, I mean, co-op Gears of War is whatever. Like, yeah. somebody can have a keyboard and a mouse. And then the other person right. can have a controller. Nobody's going to care. The question's going to be Halo Wars. Because even co-op, I mean, it should be fine. Um but keyboard and mouse is huge advantage RTS. Uh, you're gonna have the option to know who you're playing. You're gonna. Uh -huh. We. Ha I had uh, interviewed Mike Mika um, about uh, seven, eight months ago or whatever, and this came up, and he basically talked about some of the things that the the back end stuff that's being built on Xbox Live, um, and one of those things um, was that you choose who you play. So if you want to play console owner. You're gonna you're gonna designate yourself as a console only player. Uh, player, if you want to venture out PCBC, 
you're going to be able to make that. But you're not going to be thrown into something that's going to be unfair. With with the state of esports and everything that's going on, everyone knows about competitive fairness and, and advantage. They're not going to throw you in like they're morons. They know all about this. I've talked to this uh, numerous times with many people at Xbox. There's going to be there's going to be things put in so you're protected, and you're not playing against some guy, some PC asshole that's going to be, uh, you know, just destroying you. It's going to be the same as it ever was. You're just going to be segregated to who you play. Uh, HP North said, uh, Microsoft tried Windows Gaming but then failed. Play Anywhere might have the same fate. Well, um, a big thing to remember is Play Anywhere isn't really just that. Play Anywhere is mostly about the fact that you get a free you get a free Windows 10 copy of the game with your Xbox copy. That way you can technic- you can play it on your both your PC or Xbox. I'm used to um, in the Microsoft Store, which is what, guess what? The Xbox Store is the Microsoft Store now. It's one store. And the reason it failed originally was because they were trying to do competitive PC Xbox play, which of course failed. I mean, it, it's never going to work. They tried to put first-person shooter PC up against Xbox. And well, no, that's how the reason it failed is because they were trying to charge PC players for what Steam was doing for free. Well, we're ta- for, I'm talking about the Saddle Run experiment. Well, I'm talking about specifically like got, Windows for like Windows yeah. Gaming Live or whatever it was called at the time, failed specifically because they were trying to charge people, and people are going to yell out, "No, it was the DRM." Well, guess what? Everything still has DRM. Steam has DRM. DRM is still alive and well. That shit's not going nowhere. It's just people are now more comfortable with DRM because guess what? Your phone has DRM. Everything does. As long as the system's not too tight, people can live with DRM. And with the fact that Xbox and PC, you get one copy when you buy a game, that means the DRM is not that tight, if you ask me. I think that's fine. Um, but yeah. I mean, the future of gaming, yeah, it's it's gonna they're gonna be. I, I don't think it's all gonna be one. Ex- you're not. We're not gonna get down to one device for a long time. Not anytime <laughs> soon. I like I like your answer to this guy that was trying to say that we were whining about Sony. We're thirty minutes into the show and we're freaking talking about uh, uh, exclusive Xbox. As you know, Xbox Uncut is we usually t- we'll talk about Sony at the end of the we show. We talk about a lot of Nintendo. We Direct talk about Nintendo. Yeah, we don't <laughs> really we talk about Xbox only. It's 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 a clearly Xbox. Podcast. Well, we call it X. We're Xbox centric. We we stay at Xbox, but we talk about whatever we want through the Windows week. Windows 10 gaming. If, if 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 Sony has a giant press conference and they talk about a console and it explodes, and guess what? It's going to come up. We're going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, we don't do like we we'll, we talk about we're we're gamers. We're always we been base... gamers. We we just prefer Xbox, and that's why we're Xbox and cut. However, we do not live in. A sandbox where we can ignore everything and just sit there and go, Xbox. We so. kind of base our podcast off of shows like Windows Weekly. If They'll mention Apple. I mean, they'll mention Google. It's not like... You got to remember, Sony is the direct competitor to Xbox. Not mentioning them is like living in a bubble. I mean, you got to mention it. All right. And let's not and, forget a lot of reactionary stuff from Microsoft has been from whatever happened with the PS, you know, uh, yeah. event and all that stuff. So you, can't, you just can't not, you know, you can't just avoid it, you know. Well, it's not. The, it's not even avoiding it. Like I, 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 I'm not. Well, we'll talk about this later. But I'm not like I'm not buying a PlayStation this year. But I'm gonna probably buy the Pro next year. 
Yeah, we'll talk but, about that. Yeah, well, uh, we're we're still getting an Xbox stuff. Let's keep let's keep. I just was, I was laughing at that tweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it's yeah. I, 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 I hate to. Be, I'm gonna read the tweet real quick. It's like uh, <laughs> I actually put it on my thing. I just right now podcasting. You know, Tim we put up out, a nice tweet, and then Kratos Pro <laughs> <laughs> writes, aka whining about Sony and PlayStation. Not not too far off the truth. Uh, <laughs> We have not started on Sony. I replied with, we haven't started on Sony yet. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he was like, oh, I'm listening. You know, it's just like, thanks for listening. Oh, it's just basic. Listening. A little, you know, back and forth. Just a little bit of fun. But, you know, I think people take video games way too fucking seriously now. Yeah, it's just games. I mean, it's well, all today, fun. Today, judge that. Today proves yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> we really do. Oh, for sure, yeah. So many people are sensitive. It's just, it's, we really, you gotta toughen up. <laughs> the gaming community has to toughen up. That includes everything. I just, I mean, the, the, the way just people react is just crazy. Yeah, everything's just outrage all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just, come on, man. This is games. And it's over the simplest things, too. It's just like, yeah. uh, so they're, they're like, uh, we're moving this game from, uh, this thing. And it's like, Fuck you! Like, it's just like, are you serious? Like, let's You're not giving my early access! <laughs> Fuck you! Let's, let's, let's remember that this is the same gaming community that sent death threats over No Man's Sky being delayed. Yeah. And like, they sent death threats to the journalists that reported that it was and being And they sent death threats to the Tomb Raider girl. They just, this is that. It's like, stop. this community is just. In... I think if somebody makes a death threat like that over the computer, they should be fucking. Pointed out, IP checked, and they should have a, somebody knocking at their door because people do that shit because they know they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. If they, totally knew, that, if they knew that they couldn't threaten somebody's life in, in anonymity, you know, uh, those are the same guys you knock on their door and they answer the door. Well, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah. Crying at the table with the mom there. Yeah, I mean, like come on, Kevin that's <laughs> yes, that's that's the reality. So I mean, I, I do think that. Really, gamers just in general and everyone has to calm down a little. Agreed. All right, let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we're we're gonna talk about something big. It's a demo coming out, and I'm excited for it. Forza Horizon Three is coming on September 11th. At 8 p.m. Eastern, because it's technically what is it? It's September 12th. Uh, what was the time? Well, zone? it's, it's nice. Releasing? It's nice that they're not going country to country. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But well, they, well, sometimes like they do this. Sometimes they'll release at midnight, and sometimes they'll update the market, um, like at 8 p.m. the day before, which is nice. Which I think is a better way of doing it. It gives people more time playing the game. Not everyone has time. To wait up till midnight and get the game and then play it, you know. But that's still going to be the way the full game releases. Uh, actually, I don't know. Um, I'll have to check. We'll have when it gets Jason, closer. Jason, you can't to say the... I don't know. Like people don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm I'm getting to it. Uh, when the full game releases and it comes out early, we don't. I, I'm not sure if it comes out at midnight early or if it comes out uh, during the day. So we'll have to find out. Yeah. Well. Specifically, Forza Horizon 3's demo uh, will be coming out at 11 p.m. No, it was 11. 8, 8 p.m. Eastern on September 11th. Uh, HP North asked, is the demo only for Xbox One? The screenshot right I have 
technically it it says Xbox One. It says available on Xbox One. It does not list PC. This could change. We don't know. Um, but as of right now, it's only known for Xbox One, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. They do have it running on, on PC, so I and played, I'm, I'm gonna guess I it's played gonna the be, demo. Uh, yeah. It's going to be the same demo from E3, I'm pretty sure. Well, well awesome. it says it has multiplayer online, so I'm going to guess it has a multiplayer mode to play with other people. It's probably going to be the... like the... It's probably going to be like the Horizon demo was where they gave you like a small bit of the game. Right. In uh, the same spot that was raining all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well... Because like uh, Castellito or whatever. Well, the way the, the demo sets is you just race and you go from one area to the other area to one area to one area. That, and then you end up racing something. It's about a 20-minute demo that was on the E3 floor. I think there might be, you know, just that you said there's a multiplayer, there might be added stuff, so... Uh, well, I was going to say, like, their demos before, Tim... Uh, have been pretty they long. They have been really big demos. Like, uh, I'd be shocked if they don't yeah, do Yeah, it could be similar. different. Usually the E3 yeah. demo is different than the um, Game looks... Demo for the you game. guys, if you... Uh, Honestly, the game, I, I, I feel a little bit uh, wind out of the sails because I don't have a 4K TV. I don't get to see the HDR. Uh, it's special with the HDR. It really it really is. Um, I saw it at E3. When you guys see this game, you're going to be impressed. Yeah, it's going to be awesome because, I mean, you got, you got um, Horizon 3 doing the HDR, which a lot of people see. Then you got Gears of War, which will even more will see. And then on the PlayStation side, um, you got Zero Dawn with, Zero Dawn with uh, HDR next year. So hopefully this um, starts uh, getting stuff going in the gaming industry, get more people to support it, you know? Yeah, I'm glad Microsoft's on that uh, cutting edge area where they have a bunch of titles coming out with HDR support and then following that, you know, hopefully everybody picks up with that stuff. And I, I feel like Forza is a, a great... Uh, example to do that with because they have so much colors, uh, blacks and like for the nighttime, and so it's it's a great mm -hmm. showcase for that. Gears too, yeah, because it's a lot of dark. Well, it's a darker game, so the blacks might be tricky depending on how on how it's it's calibrated. But yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I don't have a 10. I mean, uh, HDR ready TV. I have a 1080p as TV as well, but. Like as soon as that stuff is affordable, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna oh, pick yeah. that up. Oh yeah, I'm jumping ship too. But it's one of those things like I've seen. I, when I first saw Forza Horizon, wasn't on an HDR TV, and it still looked fucking gorgeous. For sure, I am extremely excited to play it. And it, you it know, looks. I mean, when I yeah. say like this game, I, I you know you you know uh, Will was saying about the darks. The darks are the best, and with HDR, and then the brightness, like the sky and stuff like that. It really does stand out. Like the HDR that I saw at E3, I mean, granted it was on really top TVs and stuff like that. Of course, it's like the best setup. But like this mm. game is like when you're playing it, like it's so good that you just – its it was like kind of weird. Like I, I was playing it and I was just like this is like – the graphics are so good. It, I'm just so in, into the game. Like it, it just – it just feels like I I, I, I can't Tim, explain. The realism is so is so good on this game. Tim, it's like being in Nirvana. It's, it's Nirvana, pure Nirvana. Right. <laughs> Honestly, the realism, to put it that way, is is amazing. It really pops, especially with and the HDR helps that because the HDR can, like you said, it can make the the darkest, the blacks, the best, and it can make the brights the best too. 
You know, and I heard that, and it's a, a, a great way of describing HDR. And honestly, yeah. the darks and whites are good and all, but the colors are fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, that's the brights. I mean, the the, the well, like, yeah. Well, the actual the brights. Vistas, yeah, actual know. brights are different too. The actual whites are different. Um, like everything's it, contrasting, right? It's basically you have more gradients. That's the difference here. You have more color gradient, and it means you get. Um, you'll get better darks, you get better brights, you get better colors. It's it's the way it is, and it's it's hilarious how, on a if we forget to mention it later on, how everyone stopped being confused about HCR after Sony's event. So yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, folks, you cannot show HDR with a with a friggin' slide. With like a darkened image and a more colorful image, yeah. you just can't. That's just yeah, ridiculous. Well, it's like the picture I put up on Twitter before, where I showed it, and it all it, it looked oversaturated in the picture. Yeah. I mean, right. that was just to show that there's a difference. You're not gonna see what it looks like. Um, it's hard to see. It's hard to know. There's no way you could capture something and 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 it, and it basically give a visual representation of what you're actually seeing compared to being there and seeing it. That's always been the case. Even with the highest equipment, you probably would have a hard time. So when you see it, and when people start seeing this in their, uh, in their homes and stuff like that, when they're playing on their TVs, it's going to get, I think, I think Forza 3, put it this way, is going to sell a lot more than Forza 2. And Forza 2, I think, did, did good, but I do think that this game is going to sell, like, a lot. Absolutely. It deserves it. I mean, turn ten and playground games are wizards. So is three. To be honest, so is uh, most of Microsoft Studios. They've done a awesome job with uh, the Xbox One hardware for what yeah. it is. They're pioneering the way, and you know, unfortunately, they don't get recognized for it because you, know, you know other brands uh, kind of. Oh, like I to... guarantee this game probably will barely break ninety on Metacritic because it's an Xbox game. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, Horizon Two didn't. Horizon Two deserved way better than it got. Um, so, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a 92 Metacritic. I hope. Wow, that's high. Yeah, gonna yeah. have a good feeling about this one. Uh, that happened would be very nice. Well, All we right. hit Metacritic well, discussion. Let's, so. let's move on. <laughs> let's talk about Firewatch. It's coming to the Xbox One. Yeah, guys, it's coming. If uh. Firewatch is, I own it on PC, so I probably won't pick it up again. Uh, but September 21st, it's coming out on Xbox, so you'll be able to enjoy this indie game. That was actually, it's. I think it's a fairly good game. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, I, I'm definitely going to recommend checking it out if you haven't played it yet. Yeah, I'm not usually big on walking simulators, but this one looks, yeah. like, cool enough, you know, because the style is really... Unique, very colorful, very uh, painted, and you know, for a while I was very bummed out to see a lot of these games not hit the Xbox. Even if you don't, it's not your thing, it's great to have the variety there to you know be able to select from. So uh, I'm so glad this is coming in, and especially it was also with the Witness. So not not too dissimilar because they're first-person adventure games, but even though one's more puzzle-based. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really glad. Uh, I'm definitely gonna pick it up. Maybe not right away. Maybe at a discount, <laughs> but. Really looking right. forward to playing this. Well, I have the same feeling as you. I, I, I am, and I've been open about this. I do not like walking simulators at all. Yeah. So for me, uh, this walking simulator does have uh, a little bit of appeal. It looks like it's really pretty. It looks like it's interesting. But again, being that it's it's uh, a walking simulator, 
Um, I, you know, I am not super excited about it. I've never, I really kind of get annoyed with, uh, with walking simulators. I need some type of action. That's mm. why I play like Madden all the time or something. <laughs> I like games that just, just go. I don't like having to, you know, dealing with a walking simulator. I didn't even like the walking simulations, even though they were short on Quantum Break, where you had to walk into the room. I hate, like, I just, I just, uh, I have, uh, I just need to interact. I just don't like the slow. So I, I, I don't know. I, I got to see it. I'll probably pick it up, though. Yeah, I heard you saying, the Quantum Break stuff. It was, it definitely broke up the action a lot more than I, I would have wanted to. Um but yeah, I mean, there's a time and a place for every type of game. This is, you know, a type of game that people may like. So, uh, I mean, don't, don't. I guess for I'm just saying for other people, don't try, don't dismiss it. I mean, try it out first. If you, you know, if you don't like it, cool, you can move on. You know, it's kind of like Mist, don't you think? Like back in the day, there's old. I mean, that's kind of a walking simulator, don't you think? Yeah, pretty much like an adventure, uh, first-person adventure or whatever you want to call it. What's the Metacritic? Is like eighty, I think. It did pretty good, I think. Yeah, I think it did pretty well. Yeah. I know it had a lot of technical issues at first on the PS4, but they might have cleared that by now. Yeah, supposedly they patched it for uh, performance. It was kind of like an inconsistent frame rate, but now it's uh, evened out, so it should be pretty good. I'm not sure what the resolution is going to be. Not really a big deal, I don't but. Even care. Yeah. But you know that's it's yeah it's not at that's this the point biggest, it, yeah. yeah at this point maybe if this was the beginning well of guys remember upscaled means native so it's 1080p yeah now <laughs> we're back to that now it's uh 1080p <laughs> quality 1080p quality uh or no no honestly they call 4k quality so now we have 1080p quality but what I wanted to bring up is, is that if this was earlier in the generation the developer would have a lot of pressure on them to hit a higher resolution but now. Right. You could just go at 900p and be on Xbox and just say, ah, oh, it's upscaled. It's just crazy how perceptions change and how goalposts change, you know. Um, but, you know, I just think that the, you know, they should just do not. It'll probably be 900p. They shouldn't worry about it, and I don't think that they are worried about it. No, definitely not. All right. Last Arto crew that we will cover or is uh, what is I need to be able to read this. So Stingles came out and what did I'm sorry? Let me see. Uh, there's a custom game browser coming to Halo Five on PC after launch and Xbox One and Xbox One. So they're really hoping that by putting having a custom game browser that they'll the community will explode and really help create a lot more maps for halo now the pc maps will work on xbox you won't do, be able to do cross network play like you won't be able to like pc versus xbox it's never gonna never gonna happen because there's just so much of an advantage in shooters with the mouse than there is over an analog stick but all those people working on the maps, it's all going to cross over, it'll all work, and it's free. Like, on you can go download the Halo Forge, I think that's what they're calling it, Halo 5 Forge on PC on Windows 10 right now. Yeah, but, it's great. Yeah. It, it's great for discoverability. Uh, Tim, Jason, and I talked about it last week before the, the audio was, was borked, but it was it's a great 
thing for discoverability. You can see, you know, what kind of type of maps you're looking for. I'm usually like like Tim. I'm not like a huge into the uh, the Forge stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, you, it's still fun to watch. I mean, to play the stuff that's unique, like that with that room that somebody made that they, they played like Halo Five on, which is pretty cool. And uh, what's the other one? But yeah, lots of cool stuff. It's just worth checking out at least. I mean, you may have fun with it. Who, who knows? Um, let's see, we're going to do releases real quick. So Halo 5 Forge came out on September 8th. Uh, we have Forza Horizon 3 demo September 11th. The ReCore is September 13th. And then Bioshock the Collection is September, September 13th also. And then September 20th for Firewatch, like you said, since yeah. we already brought it up. And then... Is it The Witness coming out this month? I believe so. I was doing the next week, like yeah. I wasn't, um... Okay, no, I was just because like of, Dead Rising. A lot of money's gonna be spent. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming out. I can't wait for Dead Rising. I th- I really do think that's gonna be the sleeper hit for this year. Well, no, I mean Dead Rising one and two remakes are being released. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah well, I think Dead Rising four is gonna be a sleeper hit this year. Doesn't seem like there's much interest or much like outspoken interest, but well, there's just so many games coming out. The buzz isn't yeah. really loud for it. But I. I'm really excited for that game also. Yeah, the thing with Dead Rising 4 is though, is like, I'm not that excited for you because like, all you've seen really is him mowing down zombies and like, you know, that's, that's the kind of old hat by now, so I'm kind of hoping they're showing more, like maybe like more bosses or something, you know, whatever, just something different that you can do in that game. Yeah. Oh god, you put up that ugly ass console. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gone, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> is it coming back? Maybe. Please don't. Just a minute. All right, so here's the I choice. Don't get the... We can move on to what you've been playing and then just end on Sony stuff. Or we can do Sony stuff and then do what you've been playing. Or, do, what does like anyone here really want to do what you've been playing? Uh, I, I, they really I, want to talk about? I mean, I, I've been playing I Providence Poker. I want to talk about. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'll do a little bit on that. All so. right, Tim, what you've been playing, Tim? We're on? playing a game I uh, recommend if you like to turn on your Xbox and you know not have to be so focused that you don't screw up in the game, but just basically sit back on your couch and relax. Prominence Poker. Uh, I'm pretty addicted. I love playing it. Um, I'm learning how to play poker now. I'm learning about uh, all the th- all the things about poker. So. Um, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, I currently have like 16,000. I was up to 150. A lot of it was bought. But, you know, it's it's a cool game um, to play. Play multiplayer with your friends. So I've been playing that a lot. I've also been playing Madden 17. Uh, I have to say Madden 17, I was very critical. Um, and uh, when I played at 83, and even in Critical when I first started playing, but the game is, it's the best sports game to me going on the market. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, it's just so real, the game. I mean, I'm playing games, I'm 13-13, they're kicking a field goal, and I'm blocking field goals, and it's just all right, you know. Uh, the mechanics and everything is just uh, really well done. The game's just super competitive. Uh, there's like... Uh, I I love the way you pass now. I I have to say that that, that um, they've done an outstanding job. Even though that's one of these games that they just keep porting year after year, 
they're doing it in a way where it's evolving that the the game is is competitive to, to it's so it's real so it's one of the it's a real sim type deal for me so highly recommend those two games now tim are, are you playing that on ea access or have you just you bought the no, game no i stuff? uh I, i'm no longer an ea access uh guy i probably just do the month when i want a game because uh, i'm kind of a little upset with uh what happened with that whole thing um but um I uh, I have EA access. I don't have it anymore. I just bought Madden, but okay. I w- I will get EA access no matter what for the month or whatever when next Madden comes out. That's the one game that I have to have early, but I might still get a game if Battle if Battlefield. It's eight days. You're getting it early. I'm gonna probably get it for that month, just for okay. the month, and then I'll buy the game so it just clears itself out. Yeah, I feel like Madden would be a great game for like. Yeah, access just for you know as as it like is. a yeah because you know they're, they're like you said their iterations are every year so it would be great to have that in the vault you know and just you can just almost just subscribe just for that game really you can almost do that if, if they it's do a that. good service don't get me wrong EA access is a good service like I said it's just that I could you could you could actually beat the system with uh, with see the way I I look at things is if you can beat the system it's a good service you can beat EA Access by finding the game that you want getting early access and then buying that game you get the discount it costs you no money and you have a month for it and then you also for that month have the vault so there's no denying that there is it's it's a great service but what happened with Titanfall just made me say you know what if they can assure me that this is always going to happen I'll just go to a month basis type deal Instead of giving them thirty in good faith, now a lot of people say, "Well, people overreacted." That's 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 my money. That's yeah. the way I choose to spend it. If if I need money, those people who are saying the way I should speak money, they will not give me a dime. So they really have no bearing on what what I care about in, in this regard. But with this, I just look at it as it's a great service, and if, and you know, a, a good faith goes with a long way with me personally. And even that thing wasn't their fault. I just don't like the, the fact that it, it, there could be exceptions put in. So for me as a consumer, now I can say, okay, I'll just do it when I want to buy a certain game, you know, or I'll just wait the five days and buy the game full price. Usually I'll just probably just get the month. It'll probably save me $10 or maybe $15. But for I just make those stands sometimes just because I give a lot of companies, especially subscription-based good faith money like i give netflix good faith i do the right i do the 11.99 one instead of the 7.91 even though i could just do the 7.91 i do it because there's certain things that, that that i've just been with the service and i'm happy with them so i don't question the money i got you i was always support your freedom of choice <laughs> yeah no i mean because that was a big that was a big thing and you know i'm never going to tell anybody how to spend their money but i'm not going to be told how to spend my money you know what i mean like <laughs> if a consumer wants to do something with their money they or they don't you really have no say you can give a suggestion but people are like you can't do that you, you know what's that you know whatever uh you know people get emotional about that stuff but for me um i'll probably get ea access down the line but uh i i do if you do have ea access uh, it's it's like you said, Will. It's a great game to just try the the ten hours. It really is a perfect game. Yeah, exactly. And it's like free access for me, it's not really 
great yet. I mean, as far as it's a great service, but since I buy all the EA games anyway, it's, it doesn't really make sense for me. So that's the only reason I haven't gotten it yet. But if you don't have the games, like like, like you said, uh, great service. I definitely recommend it. And also, what I've been playing <laughs> is uh, I have been playing a lot of Metal Gear Solid uh, Grounds, not Ground Zeroes, uh, The Phantom Pain. I've been playing that like every day, grinding it out. It's an awesome game, but uh, it does get grindy. I happen to like it because you build up a lot of stuff and it keeps you interested. Uh, lots of side missions. I'm mostly doing side missions. I almost, uh, I practically almost beat the game, but I want to, you know, just finish up loose ends before I fully go all in. Uh, but that's an awesome game. I've also been playing uh, Blood Dragon a little bit. Uh, performance isn't great on the Xbox One. It's, it's very inconsistent, unfortunately. But hopefully there'll be a little patch for that. Um, outside of that, also bought Ocean Horn. Uh, played a little bit of that. It's pretty fun. Uh, just bought two indie games just now. Uh, bought uh, Stardust Galaxy Warriors, which is like a, a mech shoot 'em up I think it came out yesterday. And the other one that I bought was, let's see here, uh, Jotun, which is like the Viking, like, uh, I guess it's like a, I don't know, I guess it's like a below style game, <laughs> but even though that game has come out, but it's like a, your warrior is super tiny and you're fighting like these crazy looking, uh, what do you call it, um, the Norse mythology bosses and, and characters, which it looks pretty awesome. I mean, I have... Played just a little bit of it, but so far, so good. So you got um, two for two so far <laughs> on the mm -hmm. indie game front. Well, I just want to thank uh, Quick came, uh, Mike uh, Yabara came down and uh, he's in the chat right now. Yes. Appreciate you for coming down. Mike, uh, my my uh, audacity, uh, just just so you know, Dustin, we, we might just not get a, a we might not get a recording. It's my computer is just like it's like five seconds behind. It don't uh, don't worry. So <laughs> we might just have to rip it off. This is why we record as a But it's no biggie. Um, all right, where do, 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 do. where are we? Oh no, it was games. We were talking yeah, about games. games. Playing, we were yeah. talking about games. It, that was a long. That was a long. You guys <laughs> talked a lot. A lot. <laughs> that, you guys were talking. Mike came in and everyone was like, I saw Mike was in there. I was like, oh, wow. Me and Dusty just got in chat mode. And it was like, all right. <laughs> all right. So let's see. Uh, what if? Because there were there are games I really do want to talk about because I, I had an amazing time. <sighs> let's see. Let's start with Ark. Ark has yeah. been updated. So they have an expansion. It's been kind of controversial, but it looks like most of the people that actually bought the game are kind of happy with the expansion. Uh, but yeah, there's a paid expansion for it. You can play it now. That's what I think's funny. All the people that don't play art complained about it, but all the people I know that play art bought it instantly and jumped in it because they love art. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, as long as the player base is fine, I mean, uh, it's a, it's a weird game for me. I, I I can't get like a grasp of it, but I, maybe I just have to play it more. It's a very hard game. Like gen like playing that game vanilla is no joke. It really is hard. Um, it takes a lot of investment. Um, the best thing to do, if you don't have much time, you just want to get in, you just want to play, play with dinosaurs, build, start a dead uh, your own server, or look for a player dedicated server where they mess with the settings to make mm -hmm. it a bit easier. And it's 
it can be funner for you that way. But it it's a tough game, and Scorched Earth is even harder. So. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, it's <laughs> you're you're con- almost constantly dying in that game. Like on Scorched Earth, you die like every ten minutes, basically. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, now, now is this game still in preview? Still, yes. yes. That's why uh, the con- that's why there's controversy because they released DLC for a game in preview. Ah, uh, yes, that whole thing. But at the same yeah. time, the same day they released that that DLC, they also released a big update for Ark itself, which uh, gave it a resolution bump to 720p. They changed the um, the menu, uh, the UI to 1080p. Thankfully. Uh, and they also um, added new biomes. They added Primitive Plus, which is really good. So it, it's not like that. I, I don't understand the complaints that make it sound like they're ignoring the general user base because they're not. Uh, that, no. That game gets a lot of updates. Well, I'm curious as to when, you know, what the progress report on, on that game is. I mean, I'm glad they have a lot it of sold well. updates. Yeah, I know so. at a certain point it was the highest selling game on Xbox Live or the fast selling or something like that. Um, it sold very well at first. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure where it is now. <laughs> yeah, it was huge. Uh, no, I'm not sure, but yeah. Hopefully, you know, I, I want to get into it, but I just I, I'm kind of waiting for that to just to finally, you know, wait till it comes out of preview. Like if you're not yeah. that interested, just wait till it comes out of preview. Like honestly, we'll we'll I mean. Do. Or play, play, use up your hour preview or whatever it is and try it out. I mean, for sure, for sure. Uh, Sorry, I felt like I interrupted Dustin and, and you. No, no, <laughs> Sorry, you're fine. fine. Me and Dusty played it, it, so we might as well so, talk about yeah. it together. So, Ark. No, yeah, we don't, we never like to talk about games separately. Everybody's uh, experience. All right, Primitive so, Plus, did oh. you play any Primitive Plus, Dusty, or did you I only played with do... you, remember? We were on the server with Primitive Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Primitive Plus is pretty good. I mean, they, they, they added, it has special items. It, it's basically primitive in the game, which takes out all the advanced stuff, guns. It takes out um, uh, any electrical stuff. and It turns it into, like, Tim's game, where it's just running around <laughs> naked. Man. Like this nonstop. Uh, Beard was always mad because I would never uh, have a house. And he was like, well, why don't you just build something? We have a whole thing. I was just like, dude, I just like being a caveman. Yeah. You know, Primitive we would, plus we would... is your mode, Tim. I'm telling yeah. you. He's a nomad. He's a nomad. I, I am a caveman. I just like to, to just walk around. You know, I, I'm, I, I love Ark so much that I am actually a little afraid to, to get back into it because... You play, uh, get addicted. You just you play till five in the morning, and you know it starts to affect <laughs> your your life. <laughs> it starts to get that, uh, <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I saw Mike's comment. He said him and Tim Dog's bodies were dead on the it's beach. For a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike's, well, Mike's hey, the man. hey, special tip for those that getting into Ark: uh, if you find your dead body, you can actually harvest it for fresh meat. Yeah. You want you want Quick to hear tip. This is a funny this is a funny story. I think it was the uh, Phil actually played one night and we we all played together and and Phil was in and we all retreated to the house at the end of the whatever the play session. He was like, "Oh, let's go back." So Phil was in the house for like 2 weeks. So like every time you would end up and like I said I was playing a game. One day we had somebody break in or a a a, a a dinosaur bit through one of the uh, areas where it opened it up, and we were actually looted, and Phil was nowhere to be found. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Phil, who knows? I mean, that's the type of game 
that that arc is is just so many funny experiences. And well, like they I actually said, uh, there's actually a cage and they they added to the game, so you can actually build a cage and put people in it. And that's like, horrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that that is I I, I really uh, think that that game has a lot of potential. Like even though it's been out and. I know all the platform like PlayStation hasn't seen it, but like even when that it's gonna be interesting. When it gets on PlayStation, you'll see uh, a lot of people will just be um, really uh, get a you know uh, a different perspective because that game is, is is interesting. It really does it does the survival thing and it does the whole the whole the whole shebang really well. Um, and like I said, I'm afraid to play it because I know if I if I go in and I start with Dustin. Then I'm gonna start doing it. And then I'll be starting doing my, you know, levels. So, I don't know. Oh, also a uh, special mention to HP North and uh, Jazzy Noop. Uh, we're talking about Overwatch. That's uh, free this weekend, so I get to play it with you guys finally. So it's gonna be great if you guys do. <laughs> no, we'll play so, some Overwatch. I'm always yeah, down for Overwatch. Downs, right? I love May. That's my character. Uh, uh, and Overwatch has a new map. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I, we'll actually, I think Ark was actually supposed to release already, but I think it got delayed for some improvements. Well, so I have it, a question. Could... Yeah. What's that? All right, let's take Ark for example. Mm-hmm. Scorpio comes out now. Ark's still going to be playing. What's going to happen to that game? Is that game going to play? I hope it gets um, updated. I mean, look, it's well, the, uh, the, the dev has to come in and patch the game, right? Yeah, but you know what, Tim? They they they're also one of the first third parties to adopt play anywhere, so they must they must play ball. I mean, yeah, I think that they would because that game that game would be interesting to play it. Like, you know, I don't think it would hit 4K because it's so massive, but it would 1080P with better textures and stuff like that. Because uh, the game visually. Um, it was never about the graphics, but playing Ark visually would would be uh, another experience. Yeah. I want to see these developers adopt what they did with Halo: lock the frame rate, let the resolution go as high as it can. Yeah, that you know? that that'd be great. And if it caps out at 4K, I mean, then that effects. I mean, right? Just, exactly. Yeah. Now, awesome. let's. Uh, I want to move on to another game because <laughs> we can talk about. <laughs> well, Ark I tonight. um I guess we just oh. quickly bring up Scorched Earth. Uh, Scorched Earth is great. It's really hot, and you die a lot. So if those <laughs> things interest you, <laughs> I, li- I like it. I like uh, it. Just go check it out and have some fun because it's absolutely insane, and it's a huge map. So yeah. it's very Mad Max with dinosaurs. So I bought Battlefront for twenty bucks because it was on sale. It's all right. Like I enjoyed it, but I mean the big game. I think everybody was playing. Is Battlefield 1. The beta ended. I played a shitload of... I ended up level 20. I love Battlefield 1. Conquest is freaking amazing. Like, I can't get enough of that game. I am totally sold on the $100 fucking just take my money version. Like, I... <laughs> I love Conquest in that. It is just so much fun. And it's... it's. I haven't had that much fun in a shooter in a while. Not, not since Halo. Like... Halo 5 was, like, epic, and this is going to... It feels like it can fill those shoes. Like, I, I'm i just so excited for that game to actually release. I don't know. Did anybody else play the the beta? I played a bit of it and ended up getting mad because there's too many snipers. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like that game really should have a limit on the amount of scouts per team. Uh, it was pretty insane that... I mean, in some in some matches of that game, every single person on your squad is a scout, which is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But, I mean, uh, I think the game itself would turn out well. Uh, the thing that didn't help is the map on the beta was the desert map, which was very wide open, very yeah, much open. catering to snipers, so... Yeah, I had fun playing with you guys. It was a it's a fun game. I, I had a good time. Uh, I'm not I sure like if yelling I yelling yeah. and like yeah. that whole part. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's a great party game for sure. It, it, it's a little too open for me, like as far as the desert goes. But I'm um, I'm really itching for that campaign though. That's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, if the you know the multiplayer is any indication. Um, usually with these battlefield games, I like the campaigns and I just kind of dabble in multiplayer. But with you guys, of course, you know I'm gonna definitely play it and. Uh, hopefully, try not to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, my my audacity just died, so it's a done deal. Just so you know, <laughs> audacity <laughs> just like you know, I stopped recording uh, earlier anyway. Well, you know, so. I knew. Well, I had download. Maybe that's taking up the. You know, we I download this. This is the first time I download on this computer, so I don't know. If it's caught enough, that's how much me and Dusty think alike. We actually went for the same emote in the texture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's no big deal, Tim. We're good. Yeah, Battlefield One. I mean, I think it's going to be the biggest Battlefield in a while, especially probably the biggest since Battlefield Four. And I know say that, but there's been. I mean, we've had Star Wars Battlefront. We've had Hardline. So. Um, Battlefield 4 was pretty big. Uh, I kind of wish we'd see another Bad Company, but I am glad they're doing that something different. That would be great. Different. Bad Company with, with Cloud? Oh, my goodness. Uh, that would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> we're going to have to add interactivity, I guess. <laughs> well, we're not We're not on... You had said, Dustin, that we're not on the low-latency uh, server, correct? Well, I mean, it's still a lot lower latency than, like, Twitch is, but we're not using that software right now because I use OBS specifically because it allows... If you use the... It's called Tachyon. And uh -huh. if you use that, you can get, like, this sub-second latency. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I mean, it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, but with uh, my settings right now, I have to be a little bit more careful because I gotta. I need to be able to hit start record and record the video, and have the stream going. And right. you can't you, do you... that in Tachyon, not yet. Well, they right. said they're adding all the features of Tachyon right into OBS in the next couple months. So once that updates, we'll have the sub you know, second latency. In and then there. we can add applause. Yeah. Well, I'm, gonna add, I'm probably <laughs> looking to add an applause soon. Like, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. Like, we're going to have to do that really soon. Yeah. All, but, all good things come to those who wait. Yeah. The interactive buttons would be really cool for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're building it. This is... Oh, like no, I they're said. already there. Yeah. We just have to... I have to do the work on my end. That's all. Um, right. And I, yeah. Like I'll be honest, I refreshed my computer like a week ago, and I had to reinstall everything today for the podcast. Oh wow! So like it, everything's like really running fresh on my computer. We should so. put a button over each one of our icons on the right, so when we go on too long, people can hit the button and tell us to stop already. Yeah, they'd be, <laughs> they'd be smart. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> All right, let's move on to. Uh... Oh, what what other what else have I played? Um, Oceanhorn, that game is really cool, and it's a complete rip off of Zelda. Oh, for sure. Or I for mean, sure. it's a I'm not going to call it a rip off. I can take that back. It is a uh, a homage letter <laughs> to Zelda. Yes. <laughs> about how much he, this guy loves the Zelda games because it is a lot of like 
yeah. but it's nice being able to play ocean horn i haven't gotten far into it but i'm like i love the controls i love the like the art style it's great and i wanted to support them because i'd love to see like people say games are like zelda and then i play them and they're nothing like zelda games and i'm like oh, i'd love to have like another rpg with that kind of style to it because i don't like zelda games because zelda games kind of became stagnant and they were the same game over and over except for this new zelda game this looks real that new one looks really cool and i'm gonna pick up whatever nintendo's next console is to play it but this it's yeah. just nice to see a third party game take that kind of formula and that kind of creativity and love and put it everywhere you know right and it's uh i think people have to support these adventure style you know rpg games because xbox doesn't get a whole lot of them they, they do get some of them and we did get the quote-unquote good ones but uh you know just support these indie uh there are indie develop uh this was from an indie developer wasn't it yes yeah okay yeah, so like I said, you know, just support these uh, adventure games so you get more like them. Uh, I, I get jealous because PS4 gets so much cool, you know, little uh, niche games and like, mm -hmm. you know, these uh, awesome like RPGs. But Persona yeah, and five. Persona 5, <laughs> Tim's favorite. And, uh, and you know, it'd be cool if this game had cell shading, although it might go too much farther towards <laughs> the Wind Waker comparison, but it, it does look fine. And yeah, I, I, I'm so excited to play this uh all the way uh, after I'm done playing Metal Gear. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna go into uh, the Sony stuff. Oh, now? No, wait, I got I got. I'm sorry, I got a couple more games to talk about. I'm all right, man. come on. Now. I got, no, no, but here's the thing: like Rocket League got a big update. You have all kinds of stupid stuff going on in the game now. I won't be long on this, uh, but the frame rate is awful, and it's like uh, the game's which game hard. Is this? Rocket League, like uh, it, it runs very, very poorly. Really? Yes, in this new mode. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, and it was very interesting to see people freeze the ball or do all kinds of weird stuff in the map while you're playing. But it, yeah, <laughs> it definitely needs some work to get up, up to snuff. Uh, but that's all I'm gonna say. You know, go check it. if you own Rocket League, go check it, play it, enjoy it. It, it is a fun mode to to watch. Now, Star Trek Online has finally come to the Xbox One. Yes. 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 I've been talking about it on this podcast for the last uh, yeah. 150 episodes. <laughs> yeah, Jason's been pipping that out, man. <laughs> and I'm level 9 now. Jason, what are you, level 10? 10, 10 yeah. level 20. I'm going to have to start over. <laughs> because my, uh, I, think my, I think it glitched on me, sadly. Um, but... The game runs well. It looks good. It has to be running native 1080p. It looks like it. Um, the game has been overhauled. It looks much better. Uh, I, I don't know if they've updated the PC version yet. I don't believe they have. I'm going to have to go back and look to see if maybe they released an update in the past few days for uh, to coincide with the console release. But it looks really good um, for how old the game is. This game is... Oh, man. This game came out, I think City of Heroes was still around, uh, so wow. it's been a while. Um, but it's a good game. It's got a lot of content. The The beginning missions are not that great, because these missions have been in the game since the beginning, so they're not very well done. But once you get to the end, the um, later on in the game, the missions get a lot better. So it, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but looking at the screenshots for this game, it looks kind of like, like a Mass Effect almost in... Uh, 
in certain ways. Like uh, I, just from the screenshots, I may the not be style. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, but, I just want to yeah. throw it out there. Mass Effect used a lot of art from Star Trek and Star Wars and that cinema universe of those kind of sci-fi movies. I mean, it, it, and rightfully so. I mean, Star Trek has always had a really uh, pleasing look to it. Yeah, very clean. Uh, yeah. Definitely a, a big influence on sci-fi, for sure. Or no, but like, yeah, it's just very clean, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, I forgot to mention. Sorry, Dustin. Uh, Live Lock. I played some of that. That's a cool top-down uh, twin-stick shooter, sort of. Uh, people say it's like Diablo. It's uh, maybe I guess. It's but it's has some little bit of tearing as far as graphics go. But uh, I love my robots uh, shooters so. Uh, definitely check that out if you are into like more, you know, shooter shooters with the top down view and all that stuff. So, all right. Well, I think we've come to the point in the show that everybody's been waiting for. Yes. So what are we going to start out with here? Because this. Look, honestly... uh, okay, so we're going to start. I'll, I'll start. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to. The... I'm going to start. There's been a lot. There really has been. A lot. Yeah, the last three days have been nuts. Okay, so absolutely. Let, let's let me transition. Let me transition. Transition. Got that the beautiful PS4 logo for Jason. Okay. Yeah. Are, are we going to see the awful uh, giant? Right, bring the fire, Tim. Everyone thought it was fake. All right. Everyone uh, thought it was fake. Let's bring uh, the stats. So let's talk the about stats. the Big Mac. Uh, all right. So <laughs> we're bringing the fire, man. All right. So here, <laughs> let's. So Sony had a big event. They were really excited. They're announcing a new, uh, a new like updated console. It is now called the PS4 Pro, and I. I did my due diligence. I watched the the, the show because I normally don't watch Sony press conferences because I find them boring. This one was extremely boring. Don't get me wrong. They announced like the PS4 Slim within like the first two minutes, and we're just like, "Yep, the Slim's coming." Y'all already have reviews of it on YouTube. It's here. You know, two ninety nine. And then they started talking about the Pro, and the Pro went on. What is it? For the rest of the show, it's like 30 minutes or so. Yeah, it was like only 32 um, minutes the whole show. But the problem with the Pro is it feels like it's trying to solve a solution for a problem that doesn't exist on like for PlayStation. Like The games look pretty good already. Everything's kind of there. Power's not really an issue with the PS4. I mean, it is an issue. Well, Everyone agrees that the consoles did not launch with the hardware we kind of hoped it would. Both of them. But at the same time, I mean, we're still... The PS4 is getting, like, mo pretty much all the titles 1080p. They all run pretty well. I mean, it, it wasn't in a position where you were going, man, I really wish they'd release another P more powerful PS4 in the next week. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, well, I think this is the whole um, mid-generation upgrade that they're kind of testing the waters with. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm not... Too sure what to make of it. I'm not uh, for or against it. I mean, it, it's a cool idea. I'm not sure it's going to go off. You know, it's going to like go off great. Who knows how the sales will be on this thing? Um, uh, the graphics, yeah. I mean, it's going to look better. Uh, like you said, Jason, it's not not it's a huge upgrade. It's just really for people who have great TVs. Um, I don't know. This is it doesn't really seem a lot necessary for me because PlayStation is on a. In well, a great let's let's detail what these things are first. Uh, the PS4 Slim is literally just a slim PS4. Um, there's no performance changes or anything like that. Uh, the main 
difference other than the size, of course, is that um, it no longer has optical out, which is really strange to me, and I do not understand for the life of me, because I can't think, I, I just I just don't see that being an expensive part on a console, optical right. out. Um, uh, PS4 Pro is, it has a new GPU, I don't, is, I think it's a new architecture, I haven't, I don't no, pay too it's much. Not. It's, it's not. Well, it's basically the same. It's the same. It's it just doubled. has more. It's, it's just doubled. Yeah. Um, it has a much higher uh, power consumption or a max power consumption at 310 watts, which is basically double of the normal PS4. It no longer has a universal power supply. Um, it's double the power, which is around 4.2 teraflops. Uh it's got now, oh, uh, one thing I should mention, the PS4 Slim and the PS4 Pro both have Bluetooth 4.0 now, uh, which is nice. It's nice that they actually upgraded it. It's still not the latest Bluetooth, but it's nice that they upgraded it. Um, and it has an upclocked CPU, the same CPU as a normal PS4. And, and you know, of course, when you upclock the... When you upclock uh, the CPU on a APU, it, it all upclocks, so the bandwidth all is faster, and the CPU is faster. So but, can I can I say what I think the stumbling block of this, what all yeah. this came down to, is uh, when Microsoft came out with the Scorpio, it was like, look, we're doing away with generations. We're going to bring you, in 18 months or whatever it was, like we're going to bring you the next iter iteration of our hardware. But... If you have the old hardware, the old accessories, everything's still going to work. Your games are going to work. Everything's going to just keep going forward, and it's going to be amazing. And this is going to be, you know, this is our plan for the future. This is how we see gaming. This is, we want to, you know, make right by the players and allow people to just game and not worry about their library anymore. Not going, well, you know, every six years I got to reset. Like, resetting is gone. And what Sony did was come out and go... Oh, we're not saying we're not resetting on PS5. No, they specifically that. straight they specifically said came out and said yeah. no, like that's not yeah. the case. Like we PS5 will be PS5. This is PS4 and PS4 is just kind of, yeah, if you want something better, you got a 4K TV, this will help out, but we're not doing Blu-ray or 4K Blu-ray, we're not doing you know, it's this is just kind of a stopgap but to, until we get the PS5 out. And that affected a lot of people. It angered people. That it's not this, you know, forward and backward compatibility. Like, it's not the... Well, I mean, listen. You know, I, there was a lot of confusion over it. The overall conference, they look like... I mean, don't take this wrong. It looked like it was fucking held in a morgue. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was so dreadful. It was a morgue, to be honest. There was no... Energy house looked like he was a zombie. Cherny, and I love Cherny. He talked to us like we were like Mister Rogers about. I mean, uh, the whole thing was weird. When when no Vern or not Vern, fuck Tim. Tim. He didn't. He, I'm sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't talk to us like he was Mister Rogers. He talked to us like he was reading the instruction manual for the PS4 Pro. It's just like, so strange. He, he was just like. And this is going to have, and it, you know, it was a nice voice, but it was just, and this is going to have and eight gigabytes you. of RAM and you're going to be able to enjoy this. And it's just like, no, what, what, this, this is an NPR. Like we, 
I need like give me the, some give me some want, emotions. Everyone like, the specs, we wanted it excitement, but listen, I think what over listen, I think what I think the reason why that show they were definitely affected by Scorpio, the what was going around, and they knew they weren't as powerful. Um, if they didn't, if Scorpio wasn't in the picture, they would have been a lot more. Uh, uh, you know, they would have been a lot more. They would have been happier or whatever. They would have had a lot more energy. But they knew going in that they couldn't mention the specs. But the whole thing that I think that explains this is they had no idea what Microsoft was doing. They didn't, they thought Microsoft was probably just going to come out with a slim version of their uh, VCR. They were going to fix that. They were just going to do that. They didn't think they were going to put a four re- a four K player, and they got caught with their pants down. And that's what happens. And they when you're that far into development and you you know you know the landscape, so that's why there was no energy. They just were caught blindsided. There's no way after what happened uh, that day when they, they would have they, – if they knew the reaction, they would have kept the 4K player in. The money, they probably did a little damage. Now, like I said, Sony has a, a, a very strong brand recognition, but that whole conference was so screwed up or event was because they knew they didn't have any trump cards. They had zero trump cards. Actually, they took away their trump card. It was a 4K player, because I just told you that I was in. I'm in the market for a 4K player. I could have got a PS4 4 play because it could have just added a game to it. They took that away. That was a huge miss. There is no way to get a UHD 4K for on Sony, which is absolutely mind-boggling. And you know what, Tim? I'll take it farther than that. I'll I'll say. That not only not only did they not want to sell these things off, but I think that the PS4 Slim was originally going to be announced at E3. Like I really do, because if you go back and watch that conference, it really like something was missing at the end of that conference. There was going to be something there. It it, it very much felt like there was a one more thing, and it just never happened. And after they saw that the Xbox One Slim. And Microsoft came right out about it. I mean, two ninety nine, four K Blu Ray player, HDR. They knew that they didn't have something to compete with that. Um, so they just, I, I really felt like there was going to be at E three, and they just moved on about it. I mean, these these specs have been leaked for a while. You know, it's it's not like any of these specs were a surprise. No. Um, See, I think the the four K uh, the four K Blu Ray player is is definitely a glaring omission on their part as far as just not being you know, not I don't want to say future proofing, but like just kind of going ahead of the curve, similar to what the Xbox is doing, just trying to like ease the 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 four K stuff in there. But at the same time, I can't say that it's it's something that's necessary, it's, so to speak. Like it's like I don't know how how well like I don't have a bead on the four K market yet because it's still kind of in its early kind of stages, it hasn't really matured yet, so it's it's going to be a little bit hard to see if that's going to take off yet. But yes, definitely, is is a very strange move. You're not, I mean, you're not going to really be able to sell your console with that bullet point anymore because you're kind of just relying on streaming. Which I agree with you guys when you guys said that uh, streaming is not going to replace a a you know a disc that holds all that information. And uh, that's why I haven't switched to fully streaming yet. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're not. Again, we're not there yet. It's not. 
4K. Not everyone yet. has internet, and you know, or, exactly. or or those type. People have caps still. I mean, exactly. it still goes on. People still have. You caps. know, it's my biggest hesitation with the PS4 Pro, though, as far as all that. Not that honestly, I wouldn't support a Sony product right now, anyway. But my biggest hesitation with how that thing's going to perform sales-wise or in the long term is how little games actually benefit from the power of that thing. Because if you go and look, there's a list you can go look at right now, which people are slowly compiling. And I think it says a lot that Sony didn't give an official list of every game that's going to be patched uh, that for, they know of right now. The future or whatever. Yeah, they were very They were non-committal non um, about it. There's not many games right now that support it. Especially already released games. And I know everyone says, well, you know, all of your game after October is required. Yeah, but that's in October, man. You're it, there's there's not a ton of stuff coming out. I mean, there's, there's you know, the third-party stuff right now, but whether or not we don't have a clear word on all, all those titles actually getting patches, it's kind of a... It's it's almost like I really feel like people should wait and see on this thing unless, they, unless you're the kind of guy that needs every console, then, of course, go all out. But it feels very... Um, it doesn't feel like... It was thought out, but it just it, it doesn't feel like this thing was ready. To me, also P PSVR played a big into big into this. I mean, I'm sure Xbox had the opportunity to come out this year and match this. They probably had they were at a, probably at a time where they had to choose. And I think even Phil said that he chose 2017 because he wanted the higher spec. But with this spec, you're not going to you're not going to get. Uh, a native 4K. Now, I had some information that was privy to me that I really shouldn't have had, but it was just given to me, and you know, I never made it public. But I knew what Neo was about. I knew that when Mr. Simpson from Ice Team came up, that th they basically put in uh, checkerboarding um, and all those types of uh, you know uh, techniques because. They didn't recommend native 4K gaming, so this is not going to be able to, you know, hit 4K natively on very many games. Um, whereas I do think Microsoft's uh, Xbox Scorpio is going to have get it's going to have a, a majority of 4K games. I do think that that's going to happen, um, but I, I I mean I just think that they didn't. It's kind of a half half step in that regard, and PSVR also played in this. Because if you if you really want to enjoy PSVR and you let's just say you're just somebody who doesn't have PlayStation, you're not going to touch that slim. You're going to get the Pro, and you know what? The experience that you're getting from the Pro versus the slim is a pretty big difference. So I do think that Sony uh, a, a lot of this had to do with PSVR and launching around the same time because of the current PS4 really having an issue. With those games, I do think. No, people, I agree. I think I it's. I think yeah. Microsoft changed the script completely at E3, because before yes. I, I, I really truly believe that Sony came into this going, look, the PS4, it's doing great on games, but our VR scene, it's you know, it's a little shaky. Yeah. And for us to really make this VR thing pop, we need to go, and we need to make a, a little power. bit. You know, it needs to be more power, but it needs. You know, we we don't want to mess you know they're not trying to make their audience mad they really aren't i'm not gonna they they want to make the regular ps4 owners very happy because they're trying to sell more of these machines like they're they want to get past 60 you know million 
units. Like they're trying to keep just letting this machine print money. Yeah. yeah. But when they looked at VR, they said, "Hey, VR is going to be the next huge thing." Freaking Facebook's doing it. We're going to do it now. You know, Valve is doing it. It's time to push VR. So they they were like, "How do we do that?" Well, let's let's make a little bit stronger machine, and that way, PS4 players can play it. But if you want the pro experience, we're going to get them for another console, and we're going to get them for a VR headset. You know what's and funny? They is built been... this for that, and then Microsoft came out and said, "Yeah, we're getting rid of generations. We're just going to come <laughs> out with a true 4K awesome machine." And you know what? Your old Xbox One, yeah, it's not going to do VR, but it's going to play all the games. It's going to do VR better than, than Sony. You know what's yes. funny is I actually speculated that quite a while ago, that the whole this whole thing was basically the fact that it was double the GPU power. And one of the main one of the main things that makes VR work great is basically double the GPU power because you need um, you're. you're you're rendering two you're render, eyes. You need to render at a higher frame rate, and you need to render um, for each Twice. eye. So it, it, you really need that GPU power, so it made sense. So I'm glad that I was right, but that's not what really matters. Um, honestly, for me, I really wonder how much... I know this the spec, it, it's, you know, this is for PlayStation VR, but I'm really wondering how much this is going to hurt PlayStation VR. Because you're yeah, talking about a, a device... situation for them to be in. They're competing. Like, it's literally competing with their VR device. They're competing for the dollars, yeah. I, I yeah. We all thought it made way more sense to release this in March or something. Not right now. You know, it even goes as bad as me wanting to speculate that they actually delayed Horizon New Dawn to free up money for these. <laughs> because you're talking, if you went and bought all this, like, if you went out and bought the PS4 Pro... In the PSVR this uh, this holiday, you're talking about spending eight hundred dollars, and that's not including the the camera you need, and that's not including the move controllers. Well, according so to you're house, really talking about a thousand dollars. Yeah, well, according to House, they're competing with the PC, and Which, I guess if if they're competing with the PC, they're saying that they can get the best VR for the cheapest price, or or, or good VR for the for the cheapest price. But the problem is. In, let's just talk about VR for a minute. The problem with Sony's VR, and the problem people were so upset about Sony's VR, is like Steam, well, no, I should say Valve and Facebook came out, they've dropped their machines, they sold a ton of copies the first month, and VR has died. Like, it would, the uptake was what, like 0.1% or something crazy in the last month for VR? Like, it's, it was, it was yeah. nothing. Like, it was just, it stopped. Because the early adopters were like, we got our machines, we're good. And six $800 is a lot of money to spend on a headset. It just yeah. is. And that's not even including the machine you need to run these things. And that's not including that 90% of the games are experiences. Yeah, the, all these games, like the tons and, tons and tons of these games have been experiences. So everybody was looking at Sony like, look, Sony's the big company. They're going to push VR. They're going to make it happen. And I was in that boat. I was like, yes, maybe Sony can really make this happen. Like, Sony can keep this alive. They have a huge user base. They can make people happy, and they're not going to do just gimmicks. And, like, so far, like, this thing comes out in, like, what, four weeks? Two, four weeks? Somewhere in there? And, like, what, okay, what, what, what are was, the games? What was like, the VR thing we saw at their recent event? Was a Tomb Raider experience. Yeah. 
It was literally a Tomb Raider experience. It was a gimmick. I mean, we don't well, want gimmicks. We want full VR games. That's what... If I if you want me to buy a VR headset, I want to be able to play a full, actual AAA VR game. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I think VR, the you know, you look that Vive is out and Oculus is out. And let's be honest, I thought it was going to be doing a little bit better than it's doing right now. Um, I'm talking about just VR in general. My thing with VR is it has a couple of things going against it. And one of the things that it has going against it is, is that are you really going to keep going home to your VR headset and putting it on your head every day for long periods of hours? It's just, to me, it's I can only see maybe a younger person doing that, maybe a kid. Um, but I, I, just, I just think the experiences, too, are just, they're not there. I mean, yeah, if you want to experience being Batman in his room and look around and you want to put on his helmet, it's cool for three minutes, but... When you do that ten times in ten, ten different things, you're going to be like, well, where's the beef? Yeah, it's too sustainable long term. When you're six hours in and playing Fallout yeah. 4 with this VR thing on your head and you take it off and you look like an idiot because there's an imprint on your face. Well, you're not going to say, I, mean, I, I just, just like, listen, yeah. we're all here. Gaming's becoming more social, too. That's an introverted yeah. device. Yeah, you can have multiplayer on it. But you know what? It's not the type of thing that I don't see people. I see people going home sitting in front of their t television and talking to their friends and they don't have a 20, you know, a, a, a five pound, uh, you know, thing on their face. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just, it, it is what it is, you know. Um, I just don't think it's going to jump off. Like, I thought it would jump off a little bit more. It doesn't look like it. Well, you know, honestly, I think VR was way overhyped. Well, not even, it's hard Overhyped, yes, but it was also overestimated, like how much people actually thought it was going to blow up. Because even even got people like in the past week, like on PS I Love You, with Colin saying that he sees VR as a bigger jump in gaming than the analog stick was. I mean, or no, but it, here's the thing: he could just, he could be completely right. Yeah, but, but it, VR needs to get past these experiences. Like if VR uh -huh. can't find. Like, okay, I'm totally with Colin. Like, if you can... Like, the the best game for VR right now, and it's, like, pretty much bar none, is fucking Minecraft. Why? Because, it's like Tim said, it's young people that are going to do it because they're willing to put the headset on for eight hours. And Minecraft is an actual game. Like, it's a real game that you can play and jump around and build stuff. And in a VR experience, yeah, you're going to be looking up to the top of your buildings and... It's going to be very immersive. But if VR only has Minecraft, because all these other experiences are like, hey, yeah, you're going to be able to build something or you're going to play Heart Surgeon for a minute, you know? Like, that's it, it's going to last you an hour, two hours. Then you're going to be done. And you're going to be like, wow, I spent $700 on a headset for, for nothing. Like, what the mm -hmm. fuck? Well, yeah. I mean, is is it going to have a, a, a redeeming value? Is it going to be something that... Listen, there's no doubt about it. Anybody that hasn't tried VR, when they first try it out, they're going to like it, and they're going to say, okay, that's pretty cool. But Tim, the, uh, well, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, but the, how is that going to translate into you doing that every day is my question. Like I said, you have to have that game, and I don't think you can rely on one game. Like, you need games. They don't have one, experience. though. But it's not no, like, I said, games, like I said, it's... you have Minecraft does a really good job in VR. 
Mm. Like, the, but there's not like key titles. They're like. But when you want to play Minecraft, you play it on on your computer too. Like what? Like, like we you will, play it on or, PC, computer, or PC. whatever. But yes, it adds another level, and I think VR could be that. But I think Hololens is honestly the the future. I like. I think VR only takes you so far because you're sitting there. You know, like you said, you're, you're introverted. You can't talk to somebody as you play. If you well, can just sit in your you room... You can't even use your room because no, you're but blocked. If, yeah, because if you're just sitting in your room playing Minecraft on HoloLens and it's taking up your whole... if they Let's say they get it fixed and it takes up your whole field of view. When somebody walks into your room, it can use the sensors and they can pop into your game. And you're not introverted. And you're actually looking at the person. And you don't have a big black box over your eyes. Like, people can see you looking at them. Like, that... that it, that actually makes it usable for, like, you, regular life. You know what I find funny about this whole thing, though, is on PC, the PC community is the community that would adopt VR. We're talking about a community that invests money into builds. They want the newest thing. They want the best thing. These are the guys that buy it. But people, for some reason, think the PS4 community is somehow going to blow up on VR. Like on the cheaper, not as great headset. That's the one. It's and it's not even that cheap. We're talking four hundred dollars. Yeah. It's the same price as a console. As it's the same price as the twice as good console you already own. If you're like, what would you rather buy, PS4 Pro or the PSVR? But even then, I don't understand where people somehow thought like Sony was going to make this a success. Uh, on a community that's less likely to buy this device than the PC community, who aren't even buying the device. Well, yeah, and they got two devices to choose from, too. I'm going to kind of take a, a little bit of side for, let's say, on, on Sony. Like, uh, I mean, they have shown games at E3. They showed games like uh, Resident Evil 7, that space shooter that, looked, that was on Mars. Um, Rigs, that's coming out, too. Um, I mean, they've shown some games. And uh, the way I see this, the PS Pro, it's like... I wouldn't say it's a, it's an entry level VR machine because that's the PS3 Slim. I mean PS4 Slim, but you really don't want that experience. You're gonna want the the better experience on the with the Pro. So I, I think that's the the way they're kind of trying to edge it towards. And then with the you know with the games with the higher visual fidelity as like a, an additional bonus, you know. So I mean it's I don't know this this whole thing. It's it's a transitional like system from what I've seen. That's why you, you have such a small list of games that are like having that boost um and sorry to veer it off the vr stuff but uh i mean just trying to an overall picture of this thing because it, it it's a little bit it's a weird console it, it's it's definitely something that not um it's not usual in, in like a life cycle and then it's going for different things the vr the additional uh you know additional power support uh, and support from developers so it, it's 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 a lot of stuff to take in yeah. I'm, all right, let's get off of VR. So we talked about the Pro. Oh, thank God. We talked about <laughs> VR. Uh, we talked, we about, talked the about the event. What else? Didn't they have they had Can we just events? say how this all was just a major disappointment? Even Yeah. Just, like, pretty much the whole web. Like, oh, people was, thought this people... was going to be a 120-minute presentation. Yeah. It's going to have Red Dead Redemption. There's going to be new exclusives. <laughs> the PS4 Slim's going to... They're going to have 5.5 teraflops in response to the Scorpio. There's going to be a 4K Blu-ray player. Like, this... It... But you're, you're forgetting the best parts. Like, you had people... Like, they all that expectation, and then 
they start this state like they show the stage and you're just like wow this is going to be a big thing and then a giant walks out and you're like oh shit that's a really small stage i thought those were giant screens yeah, and it's like a fucking five by five and they're just like yeah let, let me tell you about the slim and it's just like uh <sighs> yep and I, I thought I thought it was also strange when they at the end when the when the when the the, the they showed the consoles and how everything got like you know when every just gets that hush quiet it was yeah, just like it was awkward silence it was very it awkward. was awkward silence <laughs> there I were more people it. clapping for uh, HDR what, uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, there which were more people we don't clapping even for COD than uh, which. Or, now I have a question. Yeah. You, you guys are pretty technical, okay? And I talked about this on the other podcast. And Mr. Z, I've talked about him. He had to leave. Uh, and I've talked to some some other people that are uh, in the industry. HDR ten specifications from HDMI guidelines or whatever their their compliance is HDMI. 2.0. Yes. Okay. So how is it possible that Sony is claiming that they're going to get HDR on a 1.4 HDMI rated device that's not reprogrammable, which we checked into, is not reprogrammable, uh, so it can be flashed. Uh, it is not reprogrammable. I think it's like uh, Mr. Zeno. It's like an ideal. How could that get HDR? There I'm might guessing be a software solution. Somehow no, to do what it. it most likely is because the problem is it's a bandwidth thing. Um, honestly, they're probably doing eight-bit HDR, which is basically it's HDR, but it's not. It's is it a simulation. It's not really a simula. It kind of is, but it it's, it does look better. It it does look a bit like HDR, but it's not. You, you don't have the um, – it's not 10-bit color, though. Um, That's the thing. It's it's going to be some version of HDMR or or some color gamut. It's not going to be the full range of HDMR. That no. HDMR if, it's, HDR. It's, if this is not HDMI 2.0, it's not going to have 10-bit HDR. It, no way. There's no way because they're, they're – And you know what? If they do it, hey, man, somebody – I don't think it's possible, though. No, look, without a doubt... Compliance is compliance. Hardware no, compliance... No, 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 I get that, but here's the thing, Tim. So, they might be able to do a higher color gamut, and they can call it HDR all they want, but it's not going to be HDR10. Just right. like there's a different standard between HDR10 and Dol the Dolby, Dolby, Dolby Vision. Digital. Dolby Vision. <laughs> that does, they could be doing an HDR, like Jazzy said, a, a HDR.5, <laughs> where it's, it is That's HDR, I... it's a higher color gamut, <laughs> but it's not the standard because it doesn't fit in the standard. And it will look better. And it will Just look better because not... it'll be a higher color gamut. But like Vizio is upgrading their TVs to allow 1080p TVs to actually receive HDR signals. Well, it'll receive the information for the HDR, I should say. Um, and it will help with the color a little bit, but it's not like it's not the same as the true not the full range. Dolby Vision HDR10 standard, which is, I mean, if they somehow pull it off good for them but i i don't think it's going to be their standard yeah. do you think it's something where they'll say well you need to have vizio update their tv too? oh no they're not going to tell you any of that they're just going to be like yeah hdr 10 mm -hmm. or not they're not <laughs> no, even they say that, do that not, not but... hdr 10 they're just gonna be like hdr thumbs up Listen, it's like, to walk off. like i said i talked to people and i talked to, to people at xbox 
they are legitimately like, well, we have to see what they're saying because if it was possible, Xbox would have done it already. Yeah. So, you know, it's well, not... Well, that's the thing. People, like, um, someone asked one of the executives, I don't know if it was Aaron, they asked one of them and they asked him, hey, are you going to do what Sony's doing? And they're like, we'll have to see what the hell Sony's doing. That's basically <laughs> like, what you know, the in, the engineers and everyone is saying at uh, at Microsoft. That's They don't... Nobody knows. Well, and yeah. I guess we have to wait and see. But I, I'm I'm willing to bet I'd be willing to bet the house. That is not going to be certified as HDR10. And people might have to have compatibility problems. It might be something where they put out a standard that can be run over 1080p TVs that are current uh, specifications that the manufacturer builds into it. I don't know. But to, 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 to say that and not have anybody question it is the real... Like Eurogamer should be, like, if you're a tech-savvy site, people should be asking these questions, and nobody is. Um, Sony, I mean. And it is Sony. If this was Microsoft, th there would be a lot of heat here. But um, It's impossible. They're lying would be, like, the top headline. Right, exactly. Yeah. But this, honestly, is it, it's very interesting because if they can do it, kudos to them, and there's no, there's no, uh, there's no hate. That's, that's a great job. But it's also something they could do it, then maybe Microsoft could do it. You know, that's the type of thing that that Microsoft kind of prides themselves on, and you usually see that type of stuff from Microsoft. But you're seeing it from Sony now. Sony does have TV uh, experience; they built HDR, they know about the technology, so it's not like they're just blatantly lying. But we have to hear more, uh, and and hopefully we get some answers well, on that. You know, it's the funny thing; someone's annoying. People are ignoring about this whole thing is if it's true HDR, that means games that are running in HDR, that's ten percent of the GPU. Right. Yeah. No, but People, what I found really uh, funny during the conference though, it was them trying to explain HDR. It's like just stop. Like you, you can't. Like you can say HDR and say yes, it's gonna run in fucking like with X like Xbox did. Hey, runs a full HDR. Now let's just show you the game. Like, it's not, hey, you know, you're not going to be able to, like, let me try to show you on your regular TV what HDR is by showing a black screen with a bunch of colored dots and then make the dots wider, like, or smaller and add more dots. It's like, it, it that doesn't show anybody anything. Like, that's yeah. not, you're not explaining it. And yes, I know it's, it's an issue that you have to overcome, but, like, sometimes, like, you can't, I'm sorry, you're not going to be able to see it. Like, your display is not good enough. You can't see HDR. And that's just how it's going to be on a lot of these yeah. videos yeah uh, i was gonna say it, this is makes for a good case for like a let's say a digital foundry type of you know of comparison but you know with this like you said it's hard to do that sort of comparison when you know you're, you're working with non-hdr screens so it's like it's hard to you'd have to do some sort of like trickery with the, with the gammas or something like that or well, let me show set, you this 8k yeah. content right now will i'm just gonna put it on your 1080p display <laughs> you can't like, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, yeah, it doesn't but, exist. There's no way I can't show that to you. Yeah, they uh, can try to probably simulate a type of you know example that that can kind of work. You know, you no, can but it just that, looks oversaturated. You know what's the funny thing is you can actually play a 4K video on your computer, but if you try playing an HDR video on your computer that doesn't support it, it will have a heart attack. It does yeah. not work. 
it does not work at all. But yeah, I've I'm, tried it. Yeah, like I'm saying, like like a digital foundry thing is because you know they're they're a tech uh, site, so I think they would have to do a comparison between let's say the PS4 uh, Slim HDR versus let's say the the Slim H, uh, HDR for the Xbox One S, and then that's that's where you get your you know your information that hopefully will. Will show you know which one is more you know advanced, and I think we both know that we all know that it's probably gonna be the Xbox version because that's you know built into already to the you know to right. the system. and it's also for specifications. All right. Honestly, so, I think right, if it I'm was an actual to, standard, they to, would have said it was HDR10. Yeah, so I'm pretty much that's what uh, Jazzy said that in the chat, and that's right. It's it's just we'll find out more, but it's not going to be because HDR. we have more to talk about, so we need to move <laughs> on from HDR. Uh, yes. So let's talk about Fallout. So Fallout Four, the developer a day later came out and was like, "Look, Sony said no. Fallout, you know, mods aren't coming to PS4 for Fallout or Skyrim." Well, and they specifically said that one of the reasons they're not coming is Sony will not allow mods in the way players want them. Yeah. Which is basically mods that are that can basically crash the console like it, it they can go the only restriction is not nude mods basically um well explain so, that a little bit a little bit more because i'm confused with that well right. basically on fallout 4 you can run there's okay let's use the xbox one version as an example right now there's four thousand mods and you can run a bunch of them you can run up to two gigabyte total so you could have 50 mods and this can potentially crash and corrupt your save game. Like, it can be... It can make your frame rate go bad. I mean, it, 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 it's to make the game funner. But there's a lot of mods that actually improve the game, do bug fixes. There's mods that can make the game easier or harder. They can, uh, they can change the entire look of the game, like add grass to the entire wasteland. And not all of these, a lot of them don't affect performance in a negative way. In fact, there's some mods that actually increase the performance of the game. So, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's, that's the risk that comes with this type of stuff. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't police it all the time, but, you know, but, it just yeah, comes so, in territory. So, anyway, like they, they said, you know, Sony won't allow us... There's not gonna be mods on PS4, and like at this point, like fucking gaff. Just after the PS4 Pro announcement, <laughs> this it just everything just started going downhill and like slamming hard. And like I've never seen Reddit, Twitter, gaff, all those things, like media people turned on Sony. Like they were just pissed to the point where the mods at gaff actually started renaming. They renamed a thread. Uh, in order yeah what was that about well i think it's because they didn't want like a gun reference on even the though title. they didn't have they specifically chose the threat title they chose and it wasn't it was, a, it was a kind of inflammatory caddy which yeah, yeah it, they were basically saying microsoft was being spiteful about it which i don't even Not know really. how the hell you even get that I, no. I i think microsoft honestly was just saying hey here's a clear example we're not doing this and this is what we're doing. Which, you know what? They have the right to do that. Sony's done that to them. Well, it wasn't and... even like that. Like, I think it was Xbox France first came out. And they just, like, right after the Sony press conference. Xbox UK. No, no, the UK was the day later. We're, oh, so right after, oh, was it France? Okay. Yeah, France was the first day. Right after PS4 conference, Microsoft came out. Well, 
Xbox France came out, which is Microsoft, they uh, they they posted a tweet. It said uh, like forty uh, percent smaller, four K <laughs> games, uh, yeah. HDR. Like it just it was just check, a simple check. list. Yeah. Greatest like, game. It just checks and not and nothing like not fuck PlayStation. Just like yeah, we got all these features that they just announced. Yeah, it's it's here. Like you know, guess what? Four K Blu Ray player. Bam. Like just. That's our list of exciting things. Let's go Xbox, and like it wasn't negative at Sony, but it was, it was a jab without a doubt. But it wasn't like a, it was a friendly jab, like just like hey, we do it too. Welcome right. to the game. Like yep. that's it, it's not bad. It's not evil. They didn't do anything wrong yet. So a day later, Bethesda comes out, knocks Sony by saying hey. You're not doing mods. You said no. Mods aren't coming. At you know you got a problem. Because essentially Bethesda doesn't want eight million emails asking them why they can't do something, and that the devs are lazy. So they just put it bluntly, like just, hey, devs aren't you know de- mods aren't coming. Sony said no. Sorry, community. But that's just gonna be Fallout Four. And Skyrim. And Skyrim. So. Like, the internet got in an uproar saying, oh, Bethesda, they really slammed Sony. It's like, no, like, Sony decided not to do mods. They didn't do mods. Like, they have to have a press release because they said they were going to do mods. Now they have to cancel it. So, Microsoft comes out, I think it was Xbox UK now, and France, both update their post by adding another checkmark for mods in Fallout. (laughs) (laughs) Just to go, hey, guess what? On the Xbox One, you could do mods in Fallout. And everybody was like, oh, this is like... uh, that set this the faucet. This is awful. Like they're, they're most people found it hilarious. A lot of people thought of things, but then I, I have to admit that the executives and everyone kind of just chimed in. Yeah. Larry chimed in. Uh, Stein, who's a community manager, just kind of made a reference to it. Mike did, and it was like I said, it was it was very innocent it stuff. It was lighthearted, like lighthearted, on the like just it, like if you know, if I'm had... sitting over there and using sarcasm, hitting my buddy on the shoulder. It's not an actual fight. It's just like, hey, gotcha. You know, just, no, Dustin. I did it too. D- Dustin, let them fight. Let them fight. Hashtag if let Sony them fight. had an actual <laughs> community presence, they could have like maybe jabbed back a little bit, but they don't. Yeah. They don't really have to one. To be like honest, they don't. Not in the same. Oh. And like Phil Spencer, I think he was out this week. And <laughs> <laughs> he <everybody> sure was. was <laughs> everybody, you know, they were just jabs being thrown. They're just like little jabs. Like nothing. Like there wasn't like it wasn't a console war like that's like if anything like this was a spinning contest it wasn't a Sony war something <laughs> yeah. yeah like they didn't come out like when Phil Spencer was gone Major Nelson and Mikey Bear didn't get together and go hey let's make a video of me handing you a 4K Blu-ray and showing how we share movies because they could have easily did that yeah without sure. any problem he was like you know what you want to see the best quality version of this movie. Here you go, and he handed no, him the Blu-ray. He, don't have to worry. Trade it with your friend. <laughs> yeah, you 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 don't have to worry. They could have totally done that video. They didn't. All they did was go, "Hey guys, our platform does it." There's nothing wrong with that. They're selling a product. PR is going to do PR. Like that's what they're going to do. Um, yeah. But the hate that pursued after Unreal. this from certain people Unbelievable. is hilarious. 
because the best part was it wasn't even just Xbox fans. Like it was everybody in the community was just pissed at Sony. And of course you have the huge fanboys that kind of get culled out that did it. But for the most part, people were pretty mild about it. Like, well, on the Xbox side, they're like, yeah, I mean, they, they, they deserve to make the jab. Like it, it's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. You can't take the heat. Get out the kitchen. You know, don't. Yeah. Expect well, to like say something. People that like to give hits don't like taking them. Exactly, so. and yeah, that's just... one specific. We know what we're talking about, and that one specific forum, uh, it was entertaining to read. But you, you know, you could see there was uh, to give it a little credit. There was a lot of people that were just like, "Good on Microsoft. Um, They've done a great job." Yeah, they, this is about this time. This is about time. It's nice to see them finally getting really back to their core and being that you know an amazing. Yeah, uh, right, and 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 I and I do, but there were also people that were just like, "This is the end of the world," and those are the people that take shots daily, or those are the people that that will take the the newest piece of news that's negative and make it ten times worth. They had a little bit of of uh, their own medicine today, and and they couldn't take it. I mean, yeah, the reaction with like. Let me just Mike's use uh, tweet, Mike's tweet. on on uh, NeoGaf. I'm going to read his last All right, sentence. Let's, yeah, let's, let's As Denzel puts it, this is chess, not checkers. And Microsoft <laughs> played themselves because Sony is too busy playing with God. Ah, uh, the Verendas quote. Yes, the, yeah. the very it's salty the, uh, quote. The saltiest, <laughs> meanest, even like this is like this isn't a real war. It like you you pro. I'm not going to read this whole fucking post. Like, this is no, no, that post is horrible. This is horrible. just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, grow the well, fuck up. It's video look, games. This guy is a high-paid janitor. I don't know why you guys give him any attention. <laughs> Sony <laughs> so, janitor. He's, he supposedly works. Yes, he supposedly works at Sony. And yeah, but we have no idea what, what position it is, what the hell he does. It's just like, he, he's, he's kind of, very he's verified, but who knows by what, you know, grounds. But, right. you know, people just take his word as gospel somehow, you know. Yes. So, yeah, it's 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 stupid. It's just like it's a lot of hot air, a lot of predictions of what's gonna happen. Uh, it's gonna be five to ten million consoles sold. Who who really knows that? It's just you're predicting stuff that just has happened. And with the the way that they've been getting all this um, heat, who knows if that's even gonna happen? You know, that's just like you're getting ahead of yourself. So all this blew up, and like it's all kind of toppled down. Like I think Phil came out because people started tweeting at Phil Spencer, going, "Hey, I thought you didn't like console wars." Daddy hit me. And then uh, Phil came out. I'm gonna get an exact quote because Phil, as a class act as a man is, was like, "You know, I don't support this fighting. Like I'm not. That's not my thing. Like I, he he doesn't want any parts of it." I just think Jeez. it's funny that people actually find this to be fighting. <laughs> like, I know the media didn't help because the media picked us up and they turned into Microsoft Burns, Sony. Like, it just, it, they, they just made a tweet about what features they have. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, come on, guys. It's just like, let's that's, that's not get crazy about this stuff. It's. It's just being, you know, you're just pointing to your, your like Larry Herb actually said that, you know, you're pointing to the stuff you have and it, it kind of, you know, a little bit jokey fashion. That's not nothing to get, you know, worked up about this. Come on. Yeah. So Phil Spencer, a guy said, you, uh, T.Y. said on Twitter, you said you hate console wars, but look at your Xbox employees starting console wars with all the shade at PlayStation. 
hypocrite. Well, hashtag hypocrite. <laughs> and then Phil came out and he was like, I've been public about my dislike for the negative dialogue. We should stay focused on what we are building for Xbox gamers. Like, just a classy, like, yeah, I don't care. So T.Y. posts his picture of, I bought a Xbox and a Halo copy of Halo 5. I got it. And he's like, yeah, thanks for your support. We appreciate it. Like, just ended it. Like, it was it was done. Like, the, and we, you don't really see a bunch of tweets from anybody else really coming out about it anymore. Because, you yeah. know, Phil probably put a mass DM like, hey, we let's, let's let this drop. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like, are, that's are the we way done? Phil is. And that's, and, and honestly, let me tell you something. As a guy that, that, that that you know i've seen a lot and i know, and i know a lot of these employees phil really is really he really speaks the line and he lives the line he is not about that he's not about that he's not about console wars yeah he 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 understands that there's console warriors and there's this and that but he you'll never see him you'll never see him post a 4k image and say uh to do the stuff that yoshida did um, about the the limit the the scales or you know he he poked fun. No. Phil doesn't do that. And Phil, like I said, Phil, uh, you know I don't want to say what he's doing or whatever, but just let's say that he wasn't maybe in monitoring the whole situation. But he's the type of guy that when he does find out, he's he would just say, "Chill out, don't 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 do this." Because he really is a, he his motto is take the high road at all costs when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, and exactly. so, yep. sometimes I get annoyed with it, and I've told about as I I've talked frankly with with Phil, but that's just the way he is. You know, he's not Aaron Greenberg who's going to be firing and have this post that's going to get everyone riled up. He's going to be the guy that just says. Okay, just like he was today, like like you just pointed out, Ty was a fake account, by the way. Um, it was made today, uh, so it's it's just somebody that's probably from a different community. But Phil took that, handled it, and it was done with. Yeah. And you will never see Phil take a make fun of or kick fun at somebody, and that's been done to Microsoft quite a lot. So these people who are crying and saying that, you know, uh, this is unprofessional, this and that, they're all the same people that were laughing at Yoshida's, uh, you know, funny posts and, and, and Yoshida's funny and, and, and their little digs and their little stuff. They were laughing and they thought it was great. So keep yourself in check. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah, the, but I understand, like, this is this is how Phil does it from everything I've seen is Phil will come out on stage and be like, we're going to deliver 4K gaming, true 4K gaming to make the best experience for our Xbox and PC gamers. <laughs> That's all he'll say. Like he Very subtle. He's not going to sit there and go, we're going to do it better than the other guys. We're going to sit. No, that's not Phil. He's just going to be like. We're delivering the best experience for our gamers. Like, that's what he's about. He's about his community. And his community matters to him. Like, he cares about Xbox. I mean, it, it's his baby now. Like, it's his community. This is something he has to do. Yes. And he does not want it to be fuck Sony, the community. Like, Sony can, if they want to do that, that's their job. They can do it all they want. But Microsoft is going to be... The hey, we're here for everyone. We want we're here for the gamers. Right. If you want to enjoy Xbox, we're here for you. If you like PC, we're gonna be there for you too. We're here to help you have the best experience. 
And if you like iOS, guess what? Xbox is Live is on that too. Because they're everywhere. They want to be everywhere. They're, they, they care about gamers. Now, if Sony wants to do long shots, that doesn't mean they, they hate Xbox gamers or something like that. They're, they're fighting for customers too, but it's two different strategies. Like, But Phil just doesn't have to go down that road. Yeah. Phil's not the type of guy. I, I, I mean to interrupt, but Phil's not no, the type no of guy that you know. You look at Verizon and Sprint commercials and how they go after each other and do that. Phil's the type of guy that just won't won't do that. He's he's not. He, the, he's just that's not in his DNA. And I keep reiterating, but what were you going to say, Will? Oh no, it's okay. Well, if you notice over the years of what E three is and stuff, it's the main guy that kind of t- takes little jabs at, at Microsoft is really uh, Andrew House. So usually, you yeah. know, he makes a you know a little comment about the Connect or or something you know about the not forcing customers to you know adopt mm-hmm. some, something. Yeah, usually he's the one that kind of rubs you the wrong way, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, oh, you haven't even seen him say anything recently because <laughs> I guess because. Yeah. They know that you know that they can't really do that stuff anymore because they're, they're kind of backed into the corner in some ways. It's true. It's true. Yeah. I, I I do think that it, it's it's a cycle, and um, for whatever reason, you know, consoles seem to never be able to hit their stride at the same time. It's always somebody fucking up and somebody doing good, right. and that's that's just seemed to what happened. Two thousand eleven, Xbox was kept going to connect. They were on the wrong message. Uh, Matrix was there, and Sony was doing everything right. They were getting the games out. They finally got PS three going. They had they had the the demo for The Last of Us that took over E three at one E three. And then it just seems to have just like that whole thing seemed to have flipped back. And it really seemed to flip back when the Scorpio was announced because that just took it just took a lot of what was bad with Xbox and what you could make fun of, and it said, "Fuck you! Now deal with this." <laughs> I well, think like I said, basically what happened. What I said before yep. E3 is Microsoft needed to show their vision for the future of gaming, and that's exactly what Microsoft did, and people like what Microsoft showed. Yeah, and not yeah. to mention they sewed stuff to play for the next year, yeah. and that had well, to have I'll been a big on. part of it. And I know a, a lot of people go like, "Well, Sony sold off a lot of new IPs that are coming out when we yeah, got exactly. a release date for two games from there. Like I think maybe three, and none I of them know. are 2016." Days Gone is probably 2018. Spider-Man, I don't see Spider-Man. Spider-Man's probably too, late 2018. It, yeah. All this stuff, it combined. It, it, it was the, it's been a perfect storm of bad for Sony. Which yeah. what Microsoft had, but on a different level. But my thing is, it's like it always just seems to be that way. Even when you go back to the 360, when Sony was like doing everything wrong at their launch and they were doing the giant big crabs and they were doing uh you know 600 go get a second job that all switched and Man, now that's it's sony of japan right there, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah no but that that it's just it's funny how like they just can't coexist being both doing awesome which is really the best thing for gamers, but it just doesn't happen that way. One gets arrogant, one gets <laughs> lazy, and the other one gets hungry. And I do think that... But I think it, Microsoft's showing a good stride by when they're even successful, by staying... Humble. Humble in their origin. Where, 
Like Phil Spencer, like if if he becomes the number one selling console in the world tomorrow, I don't see him changing at all. It's no, gonna he's be, not going to take shots. The gamers. No we're not going to take shots. We're gonna we're gonna just stick to our message. Like that's that's his thing. It's his core belief. Like, and I think that's a great belief to have. Like that's that's what I want to hear. Yeah, because <clears> and it, I kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, well, I just kind of want to mention one thing. Uh, Gaff likes to mock the whole. Uh, greatest games portion of you know, the little checklist. Uh, I mean, then they like to fall back on a whole exclusive argument, but really, I mean, the, the whole thing boils down to is it, the exclusive is only, you know, the exclusive situation really only boils down to, like, if, if it's relative to, your, you know, your situation or if you yes. have, you know, or, or your financial situation or, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, who cares if it's not exclusive? It's like, to some people, they are. Yeah, doesn't yeah. affect them. To some people they are, some people they aren't. Okay, big deal. Like, why are you deflecting the, you know, the 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 whole argument towards the exclusive thing when, they, you know, this that that wasn't really the point to begin with. They have lots of cool games, so you know, don't don't hate. <laughs> well, the right. funny thing about that whole thing, and I guess we'll just end. end yeah, we're gonna it, but, end the um, show. <laughs> uh, the whole idea of there's no such thing as console exclusives, well. Not to blow people's minds, uh, I know most people listen to us, it's no surprise, but um, when a game is only available on the consoles you can, you can, you know, you have, like, if, if I, if I have an Xbox and I can't afford a gaming PC, that's still an exclusive. I still can't play it on PlayStation. that's what Walter said, yeah. So it's not, it's not like some huge... Oh my God! It's on PC, therefore it's not exclusive. It's still got to have either an Xbox or a PC to play it, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I said, it's relative to your financial situation or your preferences. That's all it is, really. Don't I mean, don't get bent out of shape just because your console is, you know, or your your brand is getting knocked. Stuck. I do think it's funny that when they, in order to hit back at the greatest game remark, they always bring up Bloodborne and Uncharted Four, and that's it. They ain't got nothing <laughs> else to bring up. Yeah, I mean, come on. There's, there's plenty of great games on, on the Xbox One as well. Sunset Overdrive, uh, Quantum Break, Forza Horizon, Forza Horizon, Forza Motorsport Six. Yeah, we got all the cool stuff. Halo now, so. Five. Yeah, yeah. So both both platforms there are pluses and minuses. Xbox mm-hmm. has a lot of cool stuff going on. PlayStation has their you know the, their over the year type of exclusive distribution. So you know, just be happy and you know enjoy your stuff. Don't yeah. don't hate. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna end the well show said, here because well, we've been going on guess, a long time. <laughs> yes, I have, to, I have to actually uh, get my wife is. Uh, I actually had to do this podcast in my bedroom, and I'm getting thrown out. So yes, so we're gonna <laughs> end the show here. Too. Thanks I everybody think... for tuning in this week. We appreciate all your. Thank you. Your I think we did respect for Sony. We weren't Thanks, assholes. So. And a special <laughs> thanks to Mikey Bear for hanging out with us and chat. That was awesome. Hopefully, we can yep. maybe one day get an interview. Maybe props to Mike. Yes. Yep. Yes. All right. Let's, we'll see you next week, everybody. Peace out. Have a nice Peace day. out. Peace. Great talk, guys. Great talk to you. Great job. See you. Thanks. See you. All right.